Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. in my mouth and it just wasn't going down. My first beer was an IPA, the best IPA I've ever drank, mostly because I brewed it. If you have a scale that is good for measuring cocaine, you're probably good for measuring hops on cocaine. You're scaring me. <laughs> I think the information is awesome and the audio sucks. Make some sugary water, throw some yeast in there. And you're going to drink good beer. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. good. It's fine. Oh, God damn it, man. Oh, my God. Oh, uh oh. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Well, all right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to uh, the unofficial version of The Session. It's not the real session. It's not the session that you know and love. It's the unofficial session this week. And uh, we've got a skeleton crew in the house doing it uh, today. Uh, JP, of course, uh, the faithful JP with nothing else to do. That's me. He's always <laughs> here to, to help out. <laughs> Even on short notice, originally we hadn't planned a show, but uh, you know, kind of thought we had some things to take care of, some announcements to make. And uh, we're off the air for a couple of weeks, so really yeah. wanted to make sure we got in here to do, do a little something about it. And uh, Schumann is hanging out with us today. Hello. Uh, which, uh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's not you we're looking for, no, <laughs> but I am glad you're here in the, sh- in the studio with us, uh, hanging out. Uh, this will be an interesting show. I will, I will give you that. There's a couple of uh, surprises and, um, it's, it's just kind of a weird format. Dr. Scott is not with us today, although he may show up. He went to the Northern California homebrewers festival, uh, which we normally go to. Uh, Schumann went last year, the first time also. Uh, but due to uh, circumstances in life, and lack thereof, for some, yeah, and for, for some people... <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> we, uh, we couldn't make it this year. We'll be back next year. Uh, but Doc did say that he, he was thinking of coming by afterward to give us a little report about what happened and to come by and have a beer with us on the unofficial show. You know what's freaky is I think he may become my unofficial father figure now. <laughs> You know what's freaky about that is that you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I'm the, doomed. <laughs> if that's the case, man, you're in trouble. Um, 
So, yeah, actually, that kind of dives us right into it. There's a lot of things we're going to talk about today. Um, you're not going to get any beer information out of this program today. No. So I'm going to give a disclaimer right now. Okay, uh, here's a little BN disclaimer. I don't often give these. I don't believe in apologizing for something before you do it. Apologize. <laughs> if you're going to apologize, you just don't do it. No. Uh, but So maybe this isn't as much of, of an apology as it is a, a warning um, this show is it, it will be devoid of beer information. Um, it is also, if, if you're interested in what a Brewing Network show would sound like if there was zero preparation done, this is the program to listen to. Uh, there's not been any, any prep going on for this, uh, except for just a, a few minutes spent getting together our thoughts and a little bit of feedback uh, yeah. so that we can do some of the normal segments of the program. Uh, you know, so if you're not interested in that sort of a, train wreck you could tune out now uh <laughs> even lunch meat gets more prep what if you're into show? man trains <laughs> oh. then stay tuned cool. because this might be the show for you <laughs> so i just say that because uh not everybody is into the session because of our lives and our personalities and 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 those sort of things that we bring to the table uh, a lot of you are into the session because of the great guests that we get on here and the good beer information and things like that so uh you know if uh, a lot of this show is going to have to do with what's happening with us uh, and uh, what's been going on the last week or so and also what's happening for the next couple weeks just to keep you guys up to date on things and you know, we missed our show last week um, due to the passing of a dear friend of the Berg Network. Uh, Schumann's dad kicked the bucket, uh, yep. as so to speak. And the then he died. Dick. Yeah, he died after he kicked it. Yeah. yeah, that dick. He was a very violent man in his death. Yeah, he was just kicking shit. <laughs> kicking stuff all over. <laughs> uh, so he, he passed away on September 14th. Uh, he was always one up in my birthday, that bastard. Yeah. Five days before... Right. Well, the thing is, usually people have to hoo and haw about Justin's birthday. Like, oh, I got a thing. But this time it was like, no, we're really grieving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can't show up to your birthday, Justin. <laughs> yeah, really. It was kind of a great excuse we for just, everybody. We just destroyed your birthday. It was perfect. Yeah. So we didn't get to do a show last week. Um, and just so you know, that was a decision that the Brewing Network made because uh, Schumann's dad was near and dear, uh, certainly to my heart. And, and I may or may not get into that during this program, but uh, just kind of to everybody around. And there was no possible way. I, I am a firm believer in the show must go on. So Schumann. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if the show can't possibly go on, there's nothing you could do. And, and I would have sat on this microphone and, and, and cried all over your uh iPod earbuds face <laughs> all, all all afternoon. So you know, in, in honor of our friend, and because there was really no way we, we were gonna uh, make things happen last Sunday, we missed a show. And the reason I'm telling you this is because that's why we're here this week. It was originally scheduled as an off week. We were supposed to have been able to record a show at the Northern California Homebrewers Festival uh, yesterday, so that you'd have a brand new show this week and not have a big lull in programming for um, for three weeks. While I head off uh, to Europe and and give uh, the BN family here and Pacheco in general the finger. Yeah, right. Well, do you want to just uh, tell me straight up, my dad ruined your show? <laughs> and that's what you're getting at, really. <laughs> Can I have a t-shirt that says, Schumann's <laughs> dad ruined my show? <laughs> ruined my birthday. <laughs> my friend's dad died on my birthday, and all I got was his t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we're here this week, even without a, a, an official interview, uh, the, a no guest and no beer information. You know, I didn't want to go three weeks without a program, and I wanted to make sure that we told you 
what had happened. Not everybody reads the forum and things like that where you would have seen uh, this this latest Brewing Network news. Uh, so that's kind of the deal, and that's why we're here today. And we do have a few things to get through for you. You know, some announcements to make and uh, some sponsors to pay. Yeah. Uh, you know, things like that happening. So here's a cool announcement. Let's kick things off. Um, you know, now that we've just talked about a bunch of depressing stuff and how Schumann's life is ruined. Yeah, right? th- thanks, Schumann. <laughs> Let's, uh, how about a cool announcement, which is uh, unofficially, since it's the unofficial show, uh, there is now a Brewing Network webcam. Now, before y'all get crazy out there, because you, you, oh my god, <laughs> I, th- I still believe that the mystique of radio can be ruined by video, and especially when that radio is done from a garage in Pacheco, because uh, the background of a of a camera just doesn't look that great, you mm. know. Uh, you got boxes of shit piled up in the corner. It says Christmas decorations on it. No one cares. <laughs> you don't want to see all that. But what we had to do is we're going to be doing some streaming video for the Great American Beer Festival this year. We're actually, instead of just streaming the audio uh, from the award ceremony, we're going to stream video for them this year. So that, you know, a lot of the breweries, families, and fans of the breweries who can't make it to the festival can see them, you know, can see Charlie Papazian put that medal around their neck and uh, and and see the big screen where it all gets, you know, their, their name and lights and that sort of thing. So we're doing video for that. And, uh, you know, to make sure that everything's going to run smoothly, we're testing our video page during today's show. And I think what's going to happen is, uh, here, let me give you the address. Uh, and, and JP will type it into the chat room. You can hit the chat now button if you're not already there. That's always how you communicate with us on the program. And we either have uh, Bevo or, uh, unfortunately for you guys today, JP. Yeah. It's the one in there. Uh, the link that you'll need to watch Brewing Network Television is www.justin.tv <laughs> slash Brewing Network. How coincidental is that? Did you? Uh, hey, your name's uh, Justin. <laughs> Man, I'm glad you're here, hey, human. Hey, you have a TV. <laughs> I don't know how I would get through this program without you. Uh, Justin TV slash Brewing Network. Uh, Brewing Network is one word, uh, and it'll take you right to our television page. It's the Brewing Network TV there, and uh, I didn't name it Justin TV. It's kind of cool. Say, I yeah. might use that as a market. Like I won't explain this for the rest of my life that it's not my website. You know, right. I kind of like it. It happens to it's a nice coincidence, but really, it's just uh, there's a video streaming um, site. Uh, that allows for the amount of traffic that I think we're going to get for the JBF and things like that. Uh, that it just happens to be called Justin.tv. You know, popular name. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Among <you>. jerks. <laughs> Again, jerks a very TV. valuable contribution, Shimon. Hey, you're welcome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think we should always have a microphone in here from now on just to be sort of our... Shoe McMahon. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> so right now you can go to justin.tv slash brewing network and you can see our test of the cam. And what it is uh, today is uh, JP's mug there <laughs> hanging Hi. out in the... In Hi, the, please. He's in the chat booth and you might get to see what we're drinking. Oh, which yeah, I don't is, know if you guys can see that right now. Yes. Rodenbach, is it the Grand Crew we've got here? No, it's not the no, Grand No, I Crew. failed. Ah, which is this one? I think it's just the regular. Uh, just Rodenbach, Flanders Red. Is that what it is? Flemish. Is it Flemish Red or Flanders? Flemish. It's Flemish. Is that the same thing? I guess. I don't know. You'll find out soon. 
See, this is, again, the lack of preparation that you can experience yeah, today. I we, don't know. We don't even know what we're drinking, and that bottle's been open for a half an hour. Yeah. So that's what the webcam is showing you today so that we can test it. If you guys can log in, just make sure that you can see it. You can let JP there in the chat room know that everything is uh, streaming uh, properly and et cetera, et cetera. And that way, you'll all get to check us out at GABF. So here's the other thing that I think is kind of fun about the camera is I don't think that cameras ruin the mystique of radio when we do festivals and live events like that. Because then I think there really is something to see. It's not just us sitting in a studio and... Um, you know, speaking into microphones, where there's people going by, there's a whole crowd. There's more to it. There's a lot of guests that come on the shows every time we do the the festival thing. So we're gonna put the webcam on the booth the whole time we're at the GABF. Keep it up uh, while we're there. Yeah. Now, I will give one disclaimer saying that that's contingent upon our internet connection. Last year, we did have an internet connection the whole time. We were able to do all our shows live and, and stream everything. So as long as that works out the same way, the webcam will be going, I think, the whole time on the booth there, whether we're doing a live show or not. So, I don't know. I think that might be kind of fun for some of you who can't make it to the festival. And uh, you'll see some hot chicks coming in and out of the booth, yeah. as, we, as we like to do. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Schumann's going to be playing some beer songs at the festival from our booth. Absolutely. You'll see that oh, nice. on the camera. Schumann's coming out to, to help us uh, do audio again this year. Uh, so I just think it'll be kind of fun. So maybe as an, a normal thing, as long as we have connections from the live events we do, we'll bring along the camera and we'll stream the whole booth. That's kind of the idea. We're going streaming. Streaming. <laughs> so streaming. Bevo's in the chat room. Oh, she is? Yeah. She didn't have a car to get here, she says. Yeah. So And uh, she goes, I'm a little worried about the webcam. And I told her she should be. She should be because that brings me to the second part of the webcam. <laughs> or the third part, whatever part we're on. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Fifth. Well, I, I will not put a camera in the studio on the whole studio full time. And you're going to have to trust me on this one, folks. It will ruin your radio experience if there is a camera on our faces every week. Right. You will grow to hate the Brewing Network if that happens. <laughs> You're going to have to take my word for this. It just takes away from the radio thing. We all have faces for radio. There's a reason that we've chosen radio as our medium and not video. And you're going to have to trust me on that. Because video is expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be comfortable to sit in this room every night naked like we usually do. Right. And just, you know, have exactly. people looking at us. Right. Or we'll all wear ponchos. Yeah. And just nude and nothing else. Yeah. Ponchos don't really go that low, do they? No, but it's all waist high. Camera is. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah. So here's the potential plan. We might make it the beaver and beer cam. Because... Bevo is nice to look at, and the chat booth, which is where JP, you're seeing that right now, is a. It's okay. You can tell it's a radio station kind of thing. It's just a small view of of something that we do. And Bevo's not speaking most of the time. She's helping you guys out in the chat room. Thank God. And she's pleasant to look at. So we thought maybe I, I don't know. I, I'm still considering the options. Maybe the camera will be on. In the, maybe it will be the beaver and beer cam. Now, the beer part of the beaver cam, this was something really cool. During the Jamil show that we recorded the other night, uh, we were tasting Tasty's beer, that beer that's been brewed at the 21st Amendment now, and he had brought by a couple bottles for us to try that amazing beer that's called Tasty. 
it may not even be on tap for the two and A anymore. I don't know. It's I would imagine they could have gone through it already. But I'm not speaking for Sully. I'm just saying it's probably it's probably oh, never mind. I mean, it's that good. It's got to be dusted. <laughs> it could be could be kicked already. So the cool thing was was I'm testing the camera during the Jamil show to the few people that we had live in the chat room that day, and. When we were drinking this beer, someone asked me, hey, could you, could you put the beer in front of the camera so we could see it? Because we were talking about its beautiful golden color and, and everything about it. And that I actually really liked. Like, I hadn't thought of that aspect of the, of the camera. I thought about us sitting around and how yeah. stupid that would be. But I put the, the beer right in front of the camera, and it was a really nice, clear, accurate picture of the beer. Hmm. It was great. And I thought that was pretty cool. People could really kind of see what we were talking about. And it gets, I think... As a in radio, I think I think it's important to describe things as much as possible and give a person a picture of what's happening. And this added to that, I thought. I mean, obviously, we're never going to get you to be able to taste what we're having. No, not yet. Well, well, not yet. I'll take it a step further. I think we should have a cold sore camera. <laughs> <laughs> like when any, when any of us has you know one of those bad weeks, the herpy cam. Yeah, the herpy cam. <laughs> one of those bad weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> Why not? Well, you know, so on 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 the occasional uh, off week, it'll turn from the beaver cam to the to the herpes cam, I guess. Exactly, and hopefully those two will never cross paths. <laughs> yeah, you don't want both in the same week. That's bad, Bevo. It's especially bad for Sam, I think, because yeah. something is amiss. Exactly. <laughs> if that happens. Speaking of Something Bevo, is rotten in the state of Denmark. Is she on the phone? Does she want to talk about the beaver cam? Yeah, she goes, it's a horrible name, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Beavis. Hi. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> she does not sound happy. So what do, you think about my idea f- what do you think about my idea for the beaver and beer cam? Well, first of all, the beaver cam is a terrible name. <laughs> well, it I, only if you have a dirty mind. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Whoa. A beaver is a noble animal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It could be. It could be the squirrel cam. <laughs> it could be the squirrel cam. That's what it is right now. Are you Are you watching the camera now, Beavis? I did for a minute, but that was just too much JP for me to handle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got squirrel ass on the camera right now. I've seen enough of his mug for the last couple of days. Yeah. Well, I can see how you don't like. I don't have a problem with it, really, but I don't know. I pick my nose a lot during the show. Like people don't need to see that. Yeah, but they want to. <laughs> I mean, they they, don't. they just told me to not do it. So well. If you're doing it, I'm sure they're going to love it. You, you, you're going to because it's the Beaver and Beer Cam. You're going to be able to take yourself off camera just by sliding your beer over an inch or two to be directly in front of the camera. You see, so you 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 have a way to opt out. You suck. <laughs> see, she has a hard time saying no because she knows it's a good idea. And no, she's, I don't know it's a good idea. I know that it's your show, and I'm going to have to end up doing whatever you say, just like that stupid stripper pole. <laughs> that stripper true. pole is not stupid. <laughs> the stripper pole talks to you, doesn't yeah. yeah, you take that back, Bevo. <laughs> right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I can see how, you know, maybe you don't like the, the name The Beaver and Beer Camp, but... You know, there's a lot to be said for marketing, and a name like the Beaver Cam really attracts a crowd. Whether or not they're disappointed when they get there and realize that it's, it maybe isn't exactly what they thought it was, there's really something to be said for a good name. Yeah, and two words for you, Bevo. 
Those two words are halter tops. <laughs> <laughs> Plunging oh, neckline. Two words for you. Yeah. Schumann. Oh man. Hey, I'm grieving. Oh. Schumann's grieving. I'm grieving. I'm grieving. <laughs> all all my dad wanted was to see you in a halter top on a camera and a webcam. Yeah. Is that too much? It was his dying yeah. wish. Too yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> that was too soon. <laughs> it was too soon. Oh man, Schumann's gonna be milking this uh this grieving thing and I commend him uh, for it. Yeah. Schumann, you're forty five, get over it. No <laughs> No, I'm grieving. I'm I have a, I have a lot to tell you about that during today's program that I think you guys are going to enjoy. And you're gonna learn a little right. something uh from, from Schumann, I think too. Is what's going to happen. We're all going to grow a little. We're all going to love a little. <laughs> yes. We're all going to get a little. <laughs> so, okay. On that note, I'm going to hang up. Oh, Grievo. Okay. All right. Grievo. All right, Grievo. Don't call me Grievo. <laughs> <laughs> but you're grieving. You're grieving. You're Grievo this week. you guys. All right. We will see you in Denver at the GABF in a couple weeks. I, I will be there. All right. Thank you, Beavis. Have fun in Europe. I will. I still hate you. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, bye. All right. The great Grievo, everybody. <laughs> so that's kind of my idea for the beaver and beer cam, uh, so that we can share the beer with you and we can share Bevo with you. <laughs> that's what I, I'm doing yeah. this for you guys, okay? <laughs> You're going to – I hope you appreciate what I'm going to make Bevo go through for you. I think every once in a while, too, we should switch over to the Sam cam <laughs> so you can, see, you can see the halter top, the cleavage, and then you can see what – Ended up with that cleavage. <laughs> yeah. And you see Sam picking his feet. <laughs> which, is <Yeah>. re- <laughs> which is really just like going over to hotchickswithdouchebags.com. Yeah. When, it, when it turns into the Sam cam, it's, <laughs> it's the equivalent of hotchickswithdouchebags.com. Exactly. You, know, you can go check that out. All right. So that's your, that's your little surprise for today. In the, uh, that's your unofficial surprise. We're going to see how the... The, the Beaver and Beer Cam pans out in the studio. But most importantly, uh, you get to experience a little bit more of the GABF with us this year by going over to justin.tv slash brewing network. And I'll put all of that link and schedule information on the homepage. There's a big green tab on our homepage. It says On Tap. And you'll see there that you know we've announced for uh, a month or so now that we're going to be at the GABF there. And all the necessary links for watching the video and listening to uh, the streams we're going to be doing from there um, all be available on the homepage. So... Just check that out. Uh, are they getting the video okay in the chat room, Jip? They are. Seems to be working. Yeah, it's a, they, they're saying the lag is a little, you know, the, the audio doesn't sync up right away, but, you know, whatever. Oh, you know what I wanted to do? I'm glad you mentioned that. I don't want audio on there. I want that muted. Uh, it, it, see, that's the other thing about having a camera in a... In a str- it's even worse on a streaming radio station because the delay isn't constant. It's anywhere from like 20 seconds to two minutes or something oh, wow. from the time that people so you know we say what we do and you get it and the audio delay also doesn't link up with the video delay so i'm glad you mentioned that um so, you will not get audio I, I just turned it off i had to i had forgotten to do that you will not get audio with the video stream at gabf you may I'm, it depends on how good the audio I can, how good of audio I can get to the video, um, whether or not I'll let you have audio there. But in general, in here, the beaver cam and the beer cam, it's just going to be a screen that you can watch. You're going to have to listen to the, the normal stream. Yeah. So you're saying it's not at the same time. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yes. Ah. All right. 
So there's your cool surprise for today. You get to watch JP. <laughs> look at creepy JP. This guy goes, uh, is that gay that I'm watching the JP cam? <laughs> yes. Kind of. I should have uh, warned you, JP, that we're going to do this so that you could properly wax your stash. Oh. Well, you know, I do have my... Your comb? Comb. <laughs> God. Now, see, no. what's going to happen is I'm just going to watch the video the whole time. I want to see you holding the, cam- the comb up to the camera. And I'm not, the show is going to go downhill with this camera because I'm going to, even though I can see it, it's so much better on camera. Where's your, where's your creepy little actual stash cam? Your little, you know, the one that you bought. Oh, my little comb? The one you bought. Your comb, that's right, your stash comb. The I don't know. You, I think I lost it sometime last night. I, it's somewhere in the house, probably. I will say. <laughs> my little petite green one. I'll commit to this on your behalf, JP. When they make a a webcam that's, um, you know, wireless and small enough to be attached to your stash, we'll have a stash stash cam. cam. They do. I'm sure we can go to a spy shop. I'll work on that. stash cam. I think that would be great to have a JP stash. Actually, it would be disgusting. Yeah. But that's what's great. Great and disgusting. Yeah. Yes. All right, a uh, couple of announcements for you guys today. Uh, normal things happening. Yeah. You know, you can still donate and subscribe to the Brewing Network and keep these shows rolling and alive. Just hit the, the dog tags on our homepage. It says, uh, join the BN Army and donate today. Uh, you're all members of the BN Army if you're listening, but, you know, helps out if you donate. And you can subscribe uh, that way uh, so that it's easy. You don't even have to think about it. And you can subscribe anywhere from as low as $2 a month up to a ridiculous amount, like $100 a month. And it just recurs automatically, so you don't even have to think about it. Or you can still do one-time donations, too. Uh, and so many of you uh, have, have have joined and, and done that for us, and it's really kept us going the last few months. I, I appreciate it very much. So thanks for doing that. Just had to remind you. Uh, AHA memberships are available in our store. Uh, you can become a member of the American Homebrewers Association. It's uh, 38 bucks, which is the same price as if you go buy it from them, but we get a little kickback for it, which is cool. And uh, also, it helps to show the American Homebrewers Association the strength of the BN Army and how many of you there really are out there by joining through us. They, they obviously you know every transaction that happens through that. So you just go to our store, click on memberships, and you'll be able to buy an AHA membership for yourself or your friends. And you can renew. I get a lot of emails about whether or not uh, it's a renewable membership. And you can. If you're already a member and you're up for renewal, uh, we end up sending you, uh, when you purchase, a link for signing up. And there's a field where you just punch in your existing number, and, and they, they know that it's a, it's a renewal. So you can just carry on as normal. Ah, Brewing Network shirts. Uh, we are now, guys have been really buying shirts, and I appreciate that. So there are more on order. We we ordered up a fresh batch to bring with us to the GABF. Uh, people who don't even listen to the show really love our hop grenade. So hoping to sell some shirts there and make a dollar or two. When we come back, I'll restock what's left, and we should get normal sizes back in. I think right now when you go to the store, there's just like three X's and four X's and. There's a whole bunch of two X's. You can get those. But I think we're out of large and extra large. And I like triple X's. Yeah, I think there was like one medium left. Uh, so normal sizes. And what's normal, JP, anyway? Come on. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. Is a club foot normal? No. Who's to say it's not? <laughs> but that's the question I get all the time. When are you going to get normal size lunch meat shirts in again? 
Is normal between large and extra large, or what, what yeah. the hell is that? Normal is any is is between medium and XL. Apparently, anybody who wears something other than that is abnormal. Oh man, abby someone. <laughs> yeah, uh, you. By the way, though, Schumann, because you, uh, even though one of your sizes that you wear is within that range, it's abnormal because you shouldn't be wearing a medium. Gotcha. So even though you wear a medium, that's abnormal because you're clearly a large. I'm grieving, man. I don't need to hear this. I guess you're right. You can wear whatever you want, dude. And I won't say anything about I'll it. I'll wear a medium dress, okay? <laughs> yeah. You like that? Yeah. A gingham dress, too. You can do that. Show off my legs. Um, are you going to post this show that we're doing currently? Uh, Stop going down on Schumann. Uh, He's grieving. <laughs> okay. I have to do my part as a friend. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll post it, sure. It's not that bad, right? I mean, it's gonna. I gave a disclaimer in the beginning that if if you want information, not to tune in. So I think that's enough. I'll post it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, what else do I have? Oh, a lot of questions about brewing classic styles. I have a signed shipment of brewing classic styles here and ready to put in the store. Oh, oh. But here's a here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to put them up until I get back. I'm try. I get on a plane to Europe tomorrow. Which, I don't know if you remember, that is thanks to a very generous listener who's just a, you know, he's got a good heart and a, and, and I don't even think he wants me to blow him or anything. Like, he's just a nice guy who likes the show. Uh, I don't think he does. You, you know, you sound like uh, like all the girls that I've been going. I don't think he really wants me to blow him or anything. <laughs> but, and then I pick him up in the car. And, yeah, so what's happening? Right. right. Just stop. We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> Whatever. No, a very, very generous uh, listener who has had a, has a lot of success in his life uh, and, and really enjoys the program and knows uh, what we go through here to, to put the program out, uh, donated basically a trip to Europe for me uh, to go out there and, and be able to experience Oktoberfest and do some things. And so that's awesome. And, and I, can't, I can't say thanks enough. That's a whole other show. Uh, so the point is I'm leaving for that tomorrow, and so I'm gone for two weeks. And then I'm back for about 12 hours before I get on another plane to go to the, the Great American Beer Festival to, to do our, our fest thing. So I'm concerned about, I don't know if I want to put the books up right now, because your orders are going to sit there for three weeks, and not everybody listens uh, like uh, to the updated shows. They're yeah. kind of behind in a few shows. I don't want people getting angry that they haven't gotten their orders on time. So I actually may pull the whole store for the next couple of weeks. I still have to decide that tonight. I think it's just easier that way, yeah. right? Like, I, I have a hard time doing it because I really want to sell, you know, things in there. I need a little income while I'm gone, but I just don't want, you know, people get upset, and I don't blame them when you when you place an order online and then it doesn't show up for three weeks. You're kind of pissed. So I guess what I'm telling you is I have signed Classic Styles, a whole batch of them I'm going to put in the store for you. You just may have to wait till I get back, and then, you know, I'll try to keep them coming from here on so that there's not a, a lag and a big space in between me having them. Uh, so that's your classic styles update. You can sign up for our Twitter to get all sorts of updates. Just go to twitter.com slash brewing network. You get uh, updates. If you set it up properly, uh, they'll be sent right to your mobile phone. You can uh, get text messages. So, like, I could have sent, oh, hey, Schumann's dad's dead. And then you all would have known. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be fast. <laughs> it'd totally be fast. Like, everyone would have known. Hey, Schumann's dad dead. And there's extra large Brewer Strong shirts in the store. <laughs> we, yeah. we also included normal sizes. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be how effed up would it be if I put a message, a, a very deep and personal message like that, combined with a marketing message, yeah. all in one text. That's business. <laughs> That's business. <laughs> Man, I wish I had Twitter with my phone because then I could have just let everybody know. Yeah. yeah, just, yeah. Dad's dead. 
<laughs> yeah. Funeral's here. Yeah. yeah. By the way, one. I'll be performing at this coffee shop. <laughs> yeah. By the way, call I crash in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So you can sign up for our Twitter account, uh, twitter.com slash brewing network. You get messages that way and uh, hopefully not creepy ones like we're talking about. And, uh, you know, you can also sign up for uh, that other thing we have to promote. It's our Facebook page. Oh, Facebook. Uh, you just search for The Brewing Network, and uh, we have a whole page there on Facebook. Facebook. And you can sign up as our friend or fan, or I don't know how. What, are they, what are they called? Fans, I think. Uh, and then you, whatever. I don't know. It's the whole thing. You can find out what's happening. Yeah. You figure other, it out. <laughs> join other people there. Be like face buddies. I've gotten a lot of emails. People yeah. saying, um, I want to be your face buddy. <laughs> face buddy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds creepy, too. I got a lot of people cursing me for getting them to sign up for Facebook. And listen, I agree with you, <laughs> and I don't blame you. Yeah. I curse Sully for making me sign up, but uh, whatever. It is what it is, kids. It's awful. It's okay, now you're there. Everyone's on there now. You seen that? I have. Not everyone was on there before we promoted it. No. Now it's the whole thing. <laughs> now Facebook's blown up. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Now everyone <laughs> talks about it. You notice that? <laughs> That's all you hear about is Facebook. And does Facebook thank you? Yeah. No. No. They don't say thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, not even a thank you. Uh, all right, JP, what do you have? It, it, Shad is not here this week. He was at his. He's not. A lot of sad events this week, you know, uh, although this one was a very positive event. It was his brother Ryan's Memorial Golf Tournament, the second annual Memorial Golf Tournament out in Connecticut. So that's where Shad is. Um, I saw that at least one of our listeners, Sheen, yeah, went, went to the tournament. Yeah, and I think he that uh, he golfed in Shat's group. So I'm sorry about that, Sheen. You should have you know chosen a little yeah. wiser. He needs to plant that left foot on his swallow through. That's what he needs to do on his swallow through. On his follow and his swallow through. <laughs> yeah. But on his follow through, his feet have always been fine on his swallow through. So I think. <laughs> yeah. <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's where Shad is, and I think they had another great turnout. We'll get a full report from Shad. Like 150 people there or something. That's pretty amazing. That's awesome. For a, a, you know, what could be considered a small golf tournament, 150 people is a lot of people. Yeah. And they raise money uh, for uh, scholarships for kids going to college, and we announced on our last show, go back to our last show in the announcement segment, uh, or maybe we did it at the end of the program, actually, uh, where we announced that two BNers are going to win a scholarship as well. A son and a daughter of the Brewing Network has a chance to win a scholarship from the Mosier family uh, from the tournament they just did yesterday. So um, you send, uh, basically you, you just have to send an email. Actually, not you. Your son or daughter has to send an email to chad at thebrewingnetwork.com write up something that says how this will help you and what your career plans are and how a scholarship from the Mosiers will really help that along uh, and then they're going to pick a boy and a girl I'm slowing down aren't I? Yeah, a little bit <laughs> we're only like 20 minutes into the show and then they are going uh, to uh, my brain is not on top of its game I will say to you this uh, okay so that's that in lieu of Shat being here, uh, JP has some of the normal yeah. Shat updates for you. Uh, what's happening in uh, in the homebrew world, JP? Okay, great. Well, let me see what we have here. Um, <laughs> this is your this is your Shat. This is my Shat impression. Cool. Keep going. Um, yeah, it looks like a, a group of Alabama homebrewers are hosting an event and raffle on October fourth to raise funds that will be used to produce materials to educate. Um, 
uh, Alabama legislators about you know why homebrewing should be legal and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you, you can get you can get raffle tickets. What's that? Yeah, I was trying to do a bong sound, but no. I didn't do it very well. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> All right, no, I'm effing up the message. I apologize. Hey, hey Doc just came in the studio. Uh, purchase, okay. oh yeah, and then he sat down. Hey. Then I sat down. All right, <laughs> hang on, we'll get right to you, Doc. Wait, I, this, yeah, Doc, hold this on. This actually is an important message. Yeah. Let's get through that. No, so uh, you guys heard last year, maybe it was earlier this year. Uh, Alabama is trying to uh, make homebrewing legal. Well, on October 4th, they're going to have a fundraiser, and you can purchase raffle tickets at uh, Flying Monk. Toberfest.com backslash raffle dot html and I'll post that in the in the chat room. But uh, what it is stupid name. (laughs) (laughs) Hi Doc. Uh, So it's you know uh, one raffle ticket for five bucks, five for twenty, fifteen for fifty, and you can win uh, you know some Sam Adams swag, a a big mirror sign, a shirt, a nice little hoodie, a notebook, which is pretty cool, leather bound. Um, cascade hops from Charlie Papazian's garden, which really? I think is kind of cool. Whole hops, little note with it, and everything. Wow! Uh, the grand prize is a bottle of Sam Adams Utopias. Do you think Charlie peed in that garden to help uh, water okay. his plants? I don't. I don't think that he wouldn't. Well, yeah, because like sometimes you know you're just out in the backyard. You've had a few. I got to water these things. Why not? Like if you have to pee, everyone pees in their backyard. Let's face it. Yeah. And if you have to, why wouldn't you do it right there? And you're. The, I'm just saying. I'm trying to help promote Gary. <laughs> I'm trying to help that, that not only are they Charlie Papazian's hops. Yeah. They could have been peed on by Charlie. Himself. They could have been peed on by Charlie. <laughs> okay, carry on. Um, what's the grand prize? The grand prize is an autographed bottle of Sam Adams Utopias, and it looks like that comes with like a uh, one of those. Utopias Utopia's tasting glasses as well, but wow. I can't confirm that. It just says autographed Sam Adams Utopia's glass okay. or uh, uh, excuse me bottle. So great, that's pretty cool. So what that does, um, uh, proceeds from the raffle go to uh, they they raise funds that will be used to produce materials to educate legislatures in Alabama about why homebrewing should be legal in their state. So it's a good cause. Flyingmonktoberfest.com. Um, also, on the homebrew legislation front, Utah AHA member Douglas Wierzynski. Um He has managed to secure a Senate sponsor for the bill for the upcoming 2009 legislative session. Oh, good. Uh, uh, sponsors line up in both the House and the Senate in 409. Utah apparently stands a, quote, very good chance of getting homebrew legalization passed next year. Yeah, do you remember so when we had Gary cool. on not too long ago, yeah. and he was talking about that in Utah, but it didn't pass. It was the first time that they were able to get it as far as they did. He was yeah. saying, and they what he, they said he just or he said they just ran out of time, right? It wasn't that yeah. they voted it down. No, it was they couldn't even get to to vote on it. Yeah. So the deal was they needed to start earlier this year and and get it rolling through so that it could actually go to the Senate and be voted upon. So right. this is good stuff here. The, uh, the uh, Alabama also has been trying this for years. Yep. And yep. and last year, at the end of last year and, and beginning of this year, all sorts of controversy in, in Alabama about the beer thing. Also about, uh, I think that, I think I remember some of our news on the CBS show that we do being about the alcohol content to Alabama beers and people talking about it there uh the senate you know trying to 
trying to pass if they can get some good beer in Alabama. So that's right. cool stuff. Please check out those links if you can afford it. Do some of the raffle. Help raise money for Alabama. And uh, I guess we'll stay tuned, see if we can get some updates from Gary about the Utah thing. Cause yeah, he'll, he'll send them out as it gets closer next year. So okay. definitely be on the watch for that. All right, good. So, and uh, that's about it. McDole, you want to go outside? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a bad. I would say that the it was kind of a of a sandwich. The front was a good shat impression. Yeah, and then the tail end there was pretty good. The center, you, you know, you wavered. You need some work. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I gave up a little bit. Yeah, and then I finished strong. Good. You ever heard of uh, character acting? No, what's that? No, it's, you know, you act like a character, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, I, I don't really know about it either. I was asking I was you. I just wondering if you've heard about it. Man, shoot. You're such a great asset to this program. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just yeah. knocking him down. Cap- capital ass. <laughs> Those zingers coming right at you. Yeah. Schumann's knocking him down, but no one's setting him up. <laughs> hey, Doc. I'm knocking him over. <laughs> what's happening, man? Well, not much. I'm glad you made it. Yeah, uh, the wife was late coming back with the kids, and I had one of the kids, and I couldn't leave him at home. Dead bitch. Although he was, he was playing Xbox, and I doubt he would have even known I was gone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you could have left him right there. Yeah. I always think about that when I hear parents say, you know, I just have to run, like, my kid's asleep. I just, the store's five minutes away. I just have to go get something, but they won't leave for the five minutes. I guess maybe I'll understand that if I'm ever a parent, but I'm thinking, just sleep, you know? Or like in your case, right here. He's at a video game. Where, where's he going to go? Well, your kids so. are probably going to suck anyway. You'll probably find them. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, you live on like, I don't know how many acres, so it's kind of like, where's he going to go, right? And besides, <laughs> he wouldn't get off the property in that amount of time anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you may find him in that ditch that's next to your house, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's not as if you're never going to find him. Eventually. <laughs> you know? It's right there. How was NorCal? How was the homebrew fest? It was good. Yeah? Tim, how was it? <clears throat> Big Tim's in the studio, too. Did I have a good time? Okay. You got wrecked yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Doc on Friday, and he says, you know, I don't know that we're going to drink too much. You know, you and Shu aren't going, and there's a lot happening, and <laughs> I wasn't buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a slow start, and I raged hard. And in the, Now, did did you rage hard during the day, or did you do the whole night thing? No, I went to bed early, actually. So uh, you raged real hard during the day, Big Tim is saying, yeah, because you ended up sleeping early. Yeah. I, yeah, I was in bed about 10, 10.30 probably. Oh, you did rage, didn't you? Oh, yeah. For you to go to bed at that time, you know. Yeah, I was, uh, I don't remember, I my, my sunglasses were broken, I don't remember how. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Tim s- said there's a big day, and I were chest bumping, and I lost. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I was on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who, it wasn't Paxton, I assume. No. Some other big guy? No. Wow. A Tim stiff arm Paxton. I wouldn't let him hug him. <laughs> <laughs> really? You gave him the no-hug stiff arm? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Now, uh, did you get into the scotch like you like to do no. on the Saturday night? Nope. No. No. Just no. the beer? Yeah, lots of beer. How was the beer this year? <laughs> uh, pretty, um, I didn't have any bad ones. How's that? That's good. Yeah. That's really good, actually. Uh, well, I didn't leave our booth a lot either, but uh, <laughs> okay. uh, Mike Moraz had three beers that were just killer. All sour? Uh, at least two of them were. They were good. They were, they were both barrel-aged. And they were supposed to be sour, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> they were good. Not good. Uh, There's a couple other little nice ones out there. Tim found some nice halfies. Oh, good. Oh, oh I know what wrecked me. Uh, the guy with the mead. Ah. He had like five different kinds of meat, and they were just killer. And I didn't have a lot of them, but just, you know, I think that started my okay. demise. You know, I met a home brewer at Burning Man. The red-haired guy? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see him? Yeah. 
did he did he remember meeting me? Because I told him, hey, me and Doc are going to be there. Did he say anything? I mean, I was hoping to go get to meet him. We didn't get to talk. I know his Burning Man name was God. <laughs> but I can't remember his real name off the top of my head. But uh, he was a nice guy and, and had some decent beer at Burning Man. I don't know if he tried his beer at the fest there. But uh, No, I saw him a lot. I, I knew who he was before. I, I've oh, you did know? Burning Man before, too. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Uh, so anything notable? How was the dinner? How was the Paxton dinner? Actually, it was good. It was less people. It went faster. A lot more food. Beer was, they were running beer to us. It was a lot better that way. Uh, Sully was Great. there. Oh, cool. Um, McGruffis was there. Yeah. Um, but they had to leave early because McGruffis had to be on a plane at 1 o'clock or something like that. So leave early Friday or left, leave early Saturday? Um, Did he stay in? Friday, uh, Saturday morning. Okay, so he stayed and yeah. drank with you guys uh, on Friday. Cool. Brindleson was there. Oh, good. Um, Jamil was there a little bit. Yeah. Then he left. For the dinner? Or he, was on the there, he was there for the dinner. Yeah. And then he was supposed to be hanging around a little bit on Saturday. I guess his daughters were having something close by there. Yeah. And then he just he ended up leaving. Ah, uh, okay. All right. That's Didn't see like much it. of him on Saturday. Or Did Tasty have a good time? Taste Tim? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was tore. Really? Yeah. He uh he was not wanting to go to bed and it was like Tim no. Tim saw him at what, midnight? And didn't want to go to I bed. saw him this morning, and then, hey, Mike, how you feeling? He goes, shitty. <laughs> wow. You know what? Let me tell you what's interesting about that. A little insight into Tasty. Tasty likes to party with us. He is a, you know, he's no sissy. He's no slouch when it comes to going out and having a couple beers. But he isn't the guy who does stupid things like me and Doc, which is stay up till 4 a.m. and drink the whole night away. Right. He'll, he'll have himself a good time, then he'll go to bed when it's when a normal person should go to bed. And he usually appreciates it much more the next day. But I said to Tasty, I said to all of you, I said, you know, Schumann and I aren't going this year. So I expect you to tie one on for both of us. We and did. I said specifically, that means you too, Tasty, <laughs> because I know that he doesn't usually end up at Dead Palette Society and things like that on Saturday where we're really just doing stupid things. But he did this year, Yeah, he? yeah, he was, he was happy at that point. Oh, man, I can't wait to talk to him and figure out how that went. <laughs> uh, oh, they had an accident at Dead Palette Society. Some guy broke his leg and got a oh, compound fracture. They had to get the ambulance in there, I guess. And they have a stripper pole? No. Yeah. No, how did that happen? Is, I don't know. That's all I heard. Is so. that the one where the bone comes out of the skin? Yeah. Oh. No. It, that didn't happen. Yeah. It did. How does that happen if you're just standing around drinking beer? There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's three-fourths of the way there. Stumbled over. Things. Big Tim, you weren't there for that? I wasn't there for the compound fraction, though. No. You just heard about it. Wow. No kidding. Okay, that's that's freaking me out. Yeah, a uh, dead pal society. Just real quick, it's uh, you know, it's all of us idiots uh, at the end of the of the Mid- Homebrew Festival at midnight. I yeah, and it, it, what's cool about it is everyone brings out rare beer and blends, and you get all these crazy beers. But you got to figure you've been up since nine a.m. or at least you've been drinking since like nine a.m. that morning yeah. during the whole festival. Right. So anyway, it's just kind of a crazy time. But I've never seen anybody. You know, running around or jumping off tables or anything. No, I just heard, I just heard stumble in the dark or something. I don't know. Doing handsprings. <laughs> yeah. Checked me out. It's a triple. Ah, shit. Okay, but, but, a, but a compound fracture is one hell of a stumble in the dark, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to find out. How that, we got to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get him on the air. I want yeah, to talk to this person. Sure. I hope it's a him. I don't want to talk to him if it's a female. I don't feel bad. What if it was Chris Graham? That'd be funny. No, it wasn't Chris. 
It wasn't good. That's good. What do you mean that would be funny? It'd be funny. Oh, man. I guess it would be a little funny. (laughs) It'd be hilarious. (laughs) He would never leave that down. Hey, Chris, careful sitting down at your office typing because you might break some. Did uh, Chris Graham have a good time with you guys? He hasn't been in yeah, a couple Chris, years. Yeah, Chris had a pretty good time. He had to leave early this morning, though. But uh, oh, okay, Amy had to work. So oh, she had to work today. Yeah. Oh, bad, noon, bad move yeah. on her part. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow. All right. Well, I'm glad you made it. So you guys got out of there pretty early today to get home too, huh? Yep. All yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, we did pretty good. Okay. Oh, and uh, how did Doe's do in the competition part of it? That's the important part, here, isn't uh, it? Yeah. Didn't win, huh? No. And mm-hmm. and we didn't win. We had tons of raffle tickets, and we didn't win either. Oh, you guys got knocked out two years now, haven't you? You were like you owned that that yeah. fest for a couple years, but then you didn't win last year either, right? No, I didn't win last year. Uh oh, somebody well, was, last year was sour beers, and who had one? And oh, that's right, I remember that. What was this year? Uh, British Isles. So what happens is, you know, every club uh, brews a beer to these styles, right? right? And then it's a club competition is all. You, every, yeah. Each club gets to submit one beer. Uh, yeah, they usually have two beers. Uh, oh, two from this, this, this was a We Heavy and a, uh, an Irish Red. From you guys? Yeah. Was. Okay. We only had one in anyway, so nobody had a We Heavy. Yeah. Um, have JP pull that up on the website. There's a, uh, Should I announce it? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she about. was there uh, checking all the beers. And, Is know. she as hot as she looks uh, in on yeah. the on the web? Oh, yeah. Um, I could oh, announce. Yeah, I, yeah. You know this person, too? Uh, we're yeah. looking at a business card here. It's this. It's a business card. What is it, a blog? Yeah, it's a yeah. blog. She does tastings. and She's stuff. hot is what she is. Is she married? I, I don't want to go too far. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, cool. So the Thirsty Hopster is her name, uh, or her blog yeah. name. <laughs> her parents are hippies. <laughs> Sorry, this is our daughter, Thirsty Hopster. <laughs> what? Uh, so... I've never met her. I've just, but I've seen her blog. I've seen uh, different. I'm in this Bay Area beer bloggers union or whatever. I don't yeah, know what the hell are, it is. You. We're all it's a group. Circle jerk. It's, it's like a it's like a Yahoo group. I don't know yeah, what we okay. do. But anyhow, I know she, I know her from just being in there. I've never met her, but yeah, smoking, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and did you hang out and drink some beer with her. Just yeah, you know, and being here, we're getting hammered on the meads. Oh yeah, yeah. Who was she there with? Um, I. Didn't look like anybody, really. Nice. Um, <laughs> Conditions were perfect. Yeah. Conditions were perfect. perfect. Yeah. There was nothing on TV. <laughs> you had that Brewfest t-shirt from 1984 on it. Conditions were perfect. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, good for you, Doc. Uh, no, I was just one of many. So. What do you mean, one of many? This oh, everybody was a brew festival. Yeah, no. Oh, you were one of many. Yeah. I see. I see. Did you, uh, actually really cool. Did you plug the Brewing Network with her several times? Maybe she no. should come on. What, what, do you, what do you mean, no? no. You what? didn't even mention the Brewing Network to her? No. Why would you do I just gave her a plug yeah. of yeah. the most popular beer radio show on earth, and you didn't even mention it to her? Nah. What a dick. That's how you Because. Just because. Because you don't pay me. <laughs> Pretty much. <yeah. laughs> I ain't going to mention that. I see. All right. You know, I'm the radio show. Really, <laughs> this sounds pathetic. Well, no. But <laughs> hey, you gotta, sometimes you got to pull that card. Yeah. I, shamel- I shamelessly pulled. I'm in a band card, man. Huh. It's great. Yeah, yeah, but you're in a real band. Excuse me, where's the bathroom? I'm in a band. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in my band, we go to the bathroom at the clubs. <laughs> yeah, I've been to this bathroom several times. I 
in a band. They don't have a band just for the bathroom, or bathroom just for the band guys. But if they yeah. did, I'd be in it. Cause you I know, when I'm it. done opening for the Killers, uh, I go to the bathroom <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> backstage. After I'm done rocking out with Filter, I like to, you know, drain the main vein. <laughs> Over here in the back, where are you going? Sometimes you got to pull that card back. You know, you could do a sully. You just go, uh, you know, like, uh, oh, that's interesting. You blog about beer. I, uh, I talk about beer on a Yeah, you should come on the show. show. We, we cross-promote. You know, that I, was the way in, too. You invite her to the program. She's not married, by the way. How do you know this? Because I found a picture of her, and I looked at her hand. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Could how be creepy, old. How creepy is that? Actually, I hear she's a very cool person. She is very, and, very uh, cool. And a good beer writer. So, yeah, and so. she likes uh, yeah. IPAs. Well, we should get Chad on uh, on getting her over here because I think that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. She's not that. She's only in the city, so there we go. Maybe we could get uh, Sully to put her on the back of the Vespa and drive over <laughs> on the handlebars. <laughs> Wee! Wee! <laughs> All right, quick break. Uh, come back. We'll do some feedback. Uh, thanks for sticking with us today. As I said, it's the unofficial show, so you're not going to find any real beer information here. We're just no beer information. None of that. A few things to discuss. That's all. Hang out with us uh, if you like. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. What's good for the earth, good for your body, and great for your brew? Organic Ingredients. This October, the Organic Ingredient Experts Seven Bridges Co-op in awesome Santa Cruz, California, hosts the second annual Organic Homebrew Challenge. All ingredients must be organic. Entries will be accepted September 1st through October 10th. Judging October 19th will be followed by an organic Oktoberfest for all participants, customers, and guests at Gordon Biersch Brewery and Restaurant in downtown San Jose, including a specially brewed Gordon Biersch Organic beer for more information contest rules and guidelines visit breworganic.com slash competition and if you're looking for organic ingredients seven bridges offers a huge selection of usda certified kits and raw ingredients from eight ounces to 50 pound sacks of grain whole and pellet hops and all the equipment you'll need seven bridges the organic homebrew experts since 1997 visit www.breworganic.com and enter the 2008 organic homebrew challenge what have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby. 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's gonna be WLP 400 with beer. I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew-your-own-clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. 
Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The, the more beer, beer deal, deal of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. This is www.thebrewingsnetwork.com. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. <laughs> You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. on video, JP. I know, right? That was disgusting. Yeah, that, that was pretty... Dis- What's he doing on video? I'm, I was channeling <laughs> Buffalo Bill there. I, I, I was going to get up and talk. Well, you want to fuck me? <laughs> oh, God. Whatever. Wild horses. Well, Doc, you missed the, the very first portion. We are uh, testing our video today because I've got to do video, some streaming video for the GABF. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to stream the awards for them, and we're going to stream a live camera from our booth the whole time. Because uh, I don't think that that ruins radio there. There's lots to see, lots of uh, you know, people chicks. walking by, hot chicks. Uh, so we're testing it today. We may use it as the beaver and beer cam <laughs> so that uh, it maybe will always just be on in that corner, not just to look at Bevo uh, working the chat room, but um, we tested it showing some of the beers that we're drinking on the camera, and the quality's great. You can really see what they look like. So might be... Might be an added thing we add to the show that you can look at the beers that we're drinking, but not a full studio cam, so fear not. Okay. I was just saying, you know, you could probably just leave it on all the time and sell subscriptions. To just JP stripping like he was just doing. Well, what's going on in the, the studio uh, now? Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Having them do a bunch of tricks like, you know, juggling and shit. <laughs> Donate now. <laughs> JP's next trick. Uh, so it looks like right now JP's just uh, opened himself a moose drool, which you can see on the camera. You can go to www. Justin.tv slash Brewing Network, and uh, that's how you're going to see the broadcast. Uh, not only tonight as we test it, but uh, at the GABF in a couple of weeks when we do that. All right. I have a uh, request from a listener. Uh, apparently, we have some Captain Lawrence beers that got sent to us, and he yeah, wants to know we if we're going to taste them this week or. Probably not. Probably no. Why not? Either. Let's oh, drink right. them. Well, great. Because. Are they cold? They're cold. They're in the fridge, and. As far as I know, Shat was making his own beer run to Captain Lawrence while he's back east. So, to me, that says... Drink them now. We can drink what we've got Gotta here. make some room. Uh, so, yeah, let's drink them. I mean, we don't have to open right this second. Maybe in the next segment we can uh, crack them open. Um, all right, so here's what we have to do for you today. I got some feedback to get through, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's been happening with Schumann. And uh, I know Schumann had some things to say to you, so um, I was kind of thinking we could put feedback maybe back toward the end of the program and, and just kind of end with that. What do you think, Schumann? Sounds good. You down with that? Let's do it. So in, in a, uh, I, I feel like we should just explain uh, a little bit uh, a, a little bit about Schumann, especially because we've already been making like his dad's a stiff jokes uh, for half the show. <laughs> I feel we owe it to him a little bit. <laughs> and you're probably thinking like, wait a minute, I thought these guys were actually liked this guy and they're grieving. Um, so 
Yeah, but you know what? Uh, it's pretty cool because you're going to be hard forever, you know? <laughs> you will now be hard forever. Yeah. While Doc and Big Tim are here, i gotta, I got to say that uh, I think the brothers, the Schumann brothers, offended the funeral people, literally, because what they'll do is they'll, they'll have the sobbing widow come in and, you know, talk about how she lost her husband, and, and, the, and they bring you to a room to where there's, you know, you're supposed to sit, and the person who's telling you about the the different fees and what you can do in your options is always being like, okay, so for your husband is that, now we're going to be doing this. And, we're gonna yeah. and they're talking really softly. Yeah. And we're just like, all right, well, we don't want to get a casket for him, just so you know. They're going to cremate he, him. They're going to cremate him. They're going to burn him. And they try to upgrade like these four or $5,000 caskets. And you're yeah. just like, no, no. What's the cheapest you got? And like, well, we do have a cardboard box, 85. And we're just like, <laughs> for 85, bucks. 85 bucks. And we're just like, perfect. Yeah. We're like, now, how much is the cream? Like, we're just like, cut to the chase. We're like, we're not time for this. Yeah. And then, and then she's just like, uh, and by the way, my mom told us, like, before we got into the room, she was like, man, you guys have to behave. Like, this is the sort of, <laughs> yeah. these are the sort of brothers where it's like, our mom has to tell us to behave. And they're the, grown men. Yeah. Like, the age is spanned from 23 to 28 with the shooting brothers. <laughs> so literally, they're talking about the fee. It's like, it's like 12 or 1300 bucks just to cream it. And I was just like, you know what? My buddies, Doc and Big Tim, they will take a flamethrower to him for like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we start laughing, and my mom is like sobbing, but she's like, <laughs> like, like giggling, <laughs> and she's like, "You guys, you can't be saying that. Come on!" <laughs> like it was, it was great. I'm just, no, man, we just get flamethrowers. Twenty bucks in propane. And, 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 and he's yeah. No, I said yeah. that, and, and literally, like when we walked out of there, they were just, they were looking at us like we are the biggest douchebags. Imagine the look on that woman's face. <laughs> like, she was horrified man. when he says we can flamethrow him. Like, <laughs> So, so just to sit you up like that. All right, and and that's kind of an example of uh, I just think how, how we ought to set this up. Uh, the Schumans are an extraordinary people. <laughs> I don't know how else to. I'm pretty sure you're people. Uh, you're an extraordinary people, a breed of your own. There is you will never meet anybody like the Schumans. And you've heard Schumann on the air, and you've you've heard and seen Shoelight a little bit on the air. You know, on the stripper pole. Uh, so you, you, you caught a glimpse of the, not only their sense of humor, but just the kind of how unique they are. But then you, you put them together, like in a room, all of the Schumanns, and it's, you've never seen anything like it. It's insane. And so what is, they just, they're a very positive family, and they're a very close family, and, uh, and they have a sick sense of humor. And even in grief, they, they keep the sick sense of humor. So, I mean, I think you were making jokes about your, obviously, it, it, their dad was very, very close. He's an integral part of not just their family, but uh, kind of everybody's family. It's a very close thing, and, and he's kind of one of these center of the universe kind of guys. So this isn't uh, their their sense of humor isn't because of a lack of closeness. It's actually just the opposite. It's because of how close they are. He had a really twisted sense of humor, your dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys were already making my dad's a stiff jokes while he was still laying in the hospital. Yeah, the, minute, the minute we saw him. I mean, and literally, like somebody be like, we'd be in the in the grieving room, or whatever you want to call it. And then our cousin like walked in. And she's like, uh, "I think I left my person there." And we're just like, "Don't worry, he ain't rifling through it or anything." <laughs> <laughs> like, and uh, well, just to give you like the last things like he said to us before he went was, uh, "We were we were at the hospital, and uh, they thought like all the doctors said, you know, he's going to be in and out. We just need to run some tests." And it was a total freak thing that he. You know, he was gone. And what's weird is I was driving to the hospital at 4 a.m. when they said he's in critical. And immediately it was uh, Madonna's take a bow. And I crank on the ignition, and I just felt this chill down my spine. 
And it was, you know, say goodbye, say goodbye. And I'm just like, I knew the minute I got in the car, it was, you know, it was done. Yeah. So, so we drive to the hospital and, uh, and then he's, um, he's, uh, just, you know, he's still got the tubes in him cause they tried to resuscitate him and all sorts of stuff. But, uh, but it was, it was weird because, you know, if, if you have a relative who's in the hospital for a long time, they start getting sickly looking and, uh, you know, just start getting frail looking and just look terrible. But he looked great. I mean, he looked big and. You know, just as strong as he ever was. Well, he was, he was there was a, overnight. It was, yeah, a, it, it, it was a fluke. It thing. was a fluke thing, yeah. And even the nurses were just like, you know, we see people coming in and out all the time, and and we can spot them. We're just like, that guy is not gonna make. It. He's definitely, you know, dying here. Have office pool. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Well, if what's he, the over under on Mr. Smith here? <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta tell you, uh, my dad was definitely the underdog. If anybody bet on him, the smart money was not on him dying. Like even the nurses were all shocked. So within within so, but when we saw him before he passed, uh, uh, basically. We just said, yeah, how are you doing? Everything's fine. And he was all hopped up in morphine. And he was just like, hey, just get the hell out of here. I'm, I just want to sleep. Yeah. We're like, okay, cool. No problem. And then and then we left. And right before John and I, you shoe light, as you guys know, mm-hmm. she, like we walk out of the room, he goes, hey, John. And John looks over. And my dad flips him off. In the finger. <laughs> and it was yeah. the ultimate finger because he had IVs and all sorts of shit strapped to his arm. <laughs> so it looked like a Transformer hand flipping him off. Yeah. So that was, that was his... Uh, my dad's last words to John was, <laughs> <laughs> was F, F you, you man. Yeah. So that's the sort of man you're dealing with. Yeah. And and even when, when the relatives were coming in, like, uh, mom had to be the moderator <laughs> because we had everybody lined up outside the door to come see him. And John had already stuck his hand in the middle finger position. <laughs> like he had, he had his shaped chest. his dad to flip people to off. To flip people off as Aww. they were coming to say their last words. And uh, we said that in the um, in the speech during memorial service. Yeah. Uh, and, and people are going... Yeah, that's kind of funny that they said they did that, and we're just like, no, we really did. We that. really did do that. <laughs> wow. Well, and that's to me uh, just another example of uh, you know I learned a lot from the Schumans this week. I, I just I learned a lot about being positive and about being thankful for what you've been given. They're really thankful for the life that they had with their dad, even though it was taken quickly. Um, and so I, I just learned a whole bunch about that, and then. Uh, they're also they're sharing all this with people, and they're sharing this sick sense of humor that they have with people. And, and I'm standing in the house, and uh, I'm just hearing some of these jokes. I wasn't even there. Uh, a few days after their father passed away, you know, their mom's walking around the house. They're trying to get some things done and organize things. And you know, she she goes, God, you know, I, I, I feel like I've lost something. I'm I'm missing something. I feel like I've lost something. You know, she's like looking for her keys or something. And she was like. Yeah, your husband, <laughs> and they're just like saying these effed up things that are. But it's how it's how they grieve, and it's how they're it's how they're positive in the whole thing. So, over in in my opinion, by by the head count that I could do at the memorial service on Saturday, uh, yesterday, uh, it was well over three hundred people uh, showed up at the church for this thing. You know, the line out the door. Yeah, it was amazing. It was. Uh, you never saw a line to get into a funeral. I'm positive someone was scalping tickets to sit in the front pew. Well, you yeah. see a line get out. <laughs> get me out of here. So a lot of people show up. And the Schumanns, they share everything with these people. So uh, Schumann's middle brother, Shusafix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, born again Christian he's, brother. He's born again. So you know, you've got Schumann, you've got Shulite, the little brother, and then you've got Shusafix. And the savior. Shusafix <laughs> is a funny man. And he gets up there, and sometimes... You know, even if it's a private moment, I, I, maybe some of you out there have had relatives die and you have this kind of relationship, and maybe you've 
You probably haven't. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to make Schumann not feel so alone. Maybe you've put your dad into middle finger positions after he died. <laughs> For all I you don't out know. there who've done that. But if you do that, it's it's almost a private thing. It's between you and your family. Yeah. Maybe you had a big dick contest after he died. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're like, let's see if he was always, yeah. you know, if he was telling the truth. Yeah. And maybe you lost. Yeah, yeah. maybe you lost. <laughs> <laughs> but you keep that to yourself, not the Schumanns. Schusefix stands up in front of the, in, in this church in, in front of the 300 plus people and, and proceeds to tell them how uh, they put their dad into funny positions when he died and they're just wide open and they just they share that with everybody and everyone laugh it was the it was the saddest comedy club i've ever been to on saturday there were tears flowing all over the place and people were laughing like gut laughs i'm not talking about we were having a chuckle because there's a funny memorial picture you know everyone does the memorial picture thing on the screen there's a song oh, oh that yeah which they did and it was wonderful and those ones they just make you cry and you see a good one and you giggle i'm talking gut laugh i don't know that i've laughed this hard <laughs> and it's a funeral yeah. And people walk out of this thing going, it's just a creepy thing to say, that is the best funeral I've ever been to. <laughs> like radiant, two yeah. thumbs up. Can't Thank wait you. for the next one. <laughs> yeah. two, two dead middle fingers up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like when Schumann goes, man, we're going to have another good one. Uh, it was just in a, really an amazing <laughs> memorial. And how sick you guys are. Oh, uh, dude. And what was even better is our born-again Christian brother. <laughs> like, we, we had to get a pastor, right? And which we're, we're kind of like banging our heads on the wall because my dad, like, he hated church. Like, hated church. He literally went to one to where uh, the pastor wanted him to work on the, the cars because he was a mechanic. And when dad refused to because he was going scuba diving one weekend, the pastor's like, well, you know you're going to go to hell for this. Oh. And he's just like, oh, F you, man. So, so my brother's talking to the pastor, and we have him on speakerphone. And my brother literally, t- our born-again Christian brother, like uh, the guy talked about all these different passages he's going to read. You speak and my, Jesus to him? Uh, no, my brother's just like, <laughs> look, out of all the, all the Shun brothers, he's like, um, my dad didn't really like pastors, just so you know. And we don't want to make it religious. That's not what he's about. Yeah. And the director was like, well then you should have a funeral director speak instead of a pastor. Right. Other words, he said that, we're like, oh, we kind of like this guy. <laughs> you know, at least sure. He feels like he's got a job to do. He just was, he was just as straightforward as your brother. Right. right. Well, and your brother gets up there and says some other funny things, too. You know, there's a, a, a few people speaking on uh, the family's behalf and on Roger's behalf, and his brother, uh, Shusafix, gets up there to say some things, too. And he said some nice things uh, that, that, that made it a little religious, and enough that he knew his dad uh, you know, would actually appreciate. But he also said some funny things. He goes, so, so Roger Schumann, that's... Uh, Schumann's dad's name. Roger Schumann was, uh, uh, we've already talked about the sixth sense of humor. He also was incredibly talented at, uh, l- well, he's like you guys, Lothamers, uh, b- both with uh, uh, electronics and, and you name it. I mean, fixes everything. He built the amplifier that Schumann plays out of. I mean, these are not easy things to do. Uh, he was an, a, a, an electrician by trade, but, but you name it. He had all sorts of trades. So, you know, Mike stands up there in front of everybody, and, and after he reveals that they're putting his their dead father in middle finger positions, uh, he also says, you know, there's only two reasons I can think that God has taken my father and brought him to heaven. And one of them is that the, the pearly gates must be broken and need fixing, because uh, he can fix anything. And the other one is um, he must have run out of racist jokes. <laughs> he says this in the church to everybody. And then, and then he goes, I want to tell one of them right now. And then me and John are looking at each other going, holy shit, is he really kidding? <laughs> right oh, you yeah. would like the joke he chose, though, Doc. You want to tell the joke, Shimon? Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> how do we know that the toothbrush was invented by a white guy? Or a redneck, a you redneck, said, yeah. right? How do we know it was invented by a redneck? And the answer is because if it was 
you know, invented by anybody else, it would be called a teeth brush. <laughs> so, but he had us all going, yeah. oh, shit, he's going to do this right so now. So a black and a Mexican walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah. a, a rabbi, a black, and a Mexican. Uh, but he spared us. But this is the kind of family they are. They keep you on your toes, and they're very honest. And uh, so it's really amazing. And so uh, there was a lot of grief. It was a hard thing to get to. There's going to be a lot of grief. Uh, I guess we're just we're saying this for a few reasons to let you in to our life because it's very important to us right now. Um, this is going to go on for a while. It's. Uh, I will say that it's. I'm impressed that we're here doing this show at all. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I wanted to do it. I wanted to get on the air, and I wanted to talk and get back, try to get back to normal a little bit and uh, take care of some things. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is it it really has affected our lives and, as you can imagine, Schumann's life. Right. Um, but how amazingly positive you guys are is why we're, like, we're able to sit here and uh, tell tell stiff jokes. Exactly. And I, and I really want to um, give a shout-out to all the BN listeners. Um, Literally after Justin posted the the beautiful thing he wrote about my dad, uh, there's like seven pages. I, I think well, the last time I checked, there was seven pages of people uh, from the BN Army just wishing well. And and honestly, I got a lot of comments and writings on Facebook and stuff. And I want to say it was um, it was really touching. You know, um, you know, sometimes we get on the show and I, you know, John and I do, or Shoelight and I do some stupid shit. But and you know, it really it really made me feel like I elevated my status from you know the the class clown to wow, this guy. Like, it really meant something to everybody who wrote something in, and yeah, I really can't tell you how much that means to me. In fact, um, one of the guys at the memorial service was a home brewer, and I, when I told them that John Palmer himself had sent me a bonsai tree, yeah, you should see the look on his face. John Palmer <laughs> sent you a bonsai tree? Wow. And, uh, I mean, Doc, Doc and uh, Tasty and Chad came over, brought some beers over, like, right after it happened, and it was badly needed to have something like that happen. Um, and just came over with some beers, deli tray, and we chowed down, and it was it was amazing. Got it, you know, kind of break things up. Um, McDowell donated a, a keg of IPA that like lasted two seconds. APA, uh, APA, excuse me. And it did. It went quick. Yeah, it went quick. And so uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to the BN Army, and and it, for those of you who left messages or comments on the Facebook or emails, um, I, I literally could not get to them because. Uh, because I'm I was, sad. No, because <laughs> no, my dad died. That's why. There was so many of them. Like, I just couldn't return them all. So I just want to say thanks. And also thanks to Push and his uh, twin daughters who uh, who wish that my dad was having a happy time in heaven. Oh, is that what they it, said? It was, it was really sweet. That's yeah. very nice. So push for the Push and Push family, thank you so much. Yeah. Very nice uh, outpouring from the BN Army. As always, I've, yep. you know, I, I'm not, uh, I do not take it for granted, but it is come to be expected of you guys you're a class act the bn army and you're always uh, looking out for each other and of our own and that i was pretty impressed by that it it was it was great and i wanted to tell people i got a lot of i'm sorry's and uh i kind of said this at the memorial service i really uh do not uh, and i know it's natural to apologize to people after something like this but do not apologize to uh, anybody in the shooting family because really uh, there's nothing to be sorry about uh he was a great man and he was an amazing father and if he would have died when i was 12 uh he still would have been twice the dad most people are so instead of if you see me at the GABF do not say sorry just say you know what you are a lucky asshole who didn't deserve it suck at Schumann and then kick me in the nuts yeah I think that would be more appropriate maybe don't kick him in the nuts I need him to do a bit of work yeah there but a good suck at Schumann I think will go a long way a good suck at Schumann Hey, I heard about your dad. Suck at Schumann. That would be great. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine saying that to somebody? Uh, yes, please do. Yeah. That'd be great. Do it. Doc, we said before, just before you got here, that uh, you know you may like it or not. 
become uh, Schumann's illegitimate father. You can be my father now, Doc. <laughs> we talked about you could be my uh, illegitimate. Yeah, your dad wasn't much older than me, which kind of scares me. Uh, yeah. Well, you know how these things go, and the man was 57 years old. He was scuba diving with his sons the week before. Diving to what, 25 feet? He was, no, snorkeling. He was, he was abalone diving, yeah, without the tank, like going like 30 feet to catch these things and just kicking ass and not not even short of breath. I mean, the guy was, he was healthy. Yeah. Well, so, in all fairness to the abalone, they don't move. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Chase, it's, it's ne- never mind, JP. So I'm grieving. Yeah. It's not really a, you know, forget it. It's not it's really not an really example a... of his health if he had to catch another <laughs> yeah. You can catch one in your bathtub, JP. I know. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, now I lost my train. you got to sneak up on them. Yeah. <laughs> I can catch a Baltimore barge in my bathtub, though. Oh. So now, um, this is a great segue. It's a JP. good segue. Perfect right? segue. The Baltimore barge. Yeah. So I told you that I've gotten to learn a lot from the Schumanns this week. And uh, we were able to invent some new uh, phrases and positions. Uh, throughout the week. <laughs> Phrases and positions. Uh, as Schumann said, you know, uh, Doc and Tasting Chat, uh, you know, uh, showed up at the house on Sunday for the Schumanns with a bunch of beer in tow. And we've pretty oh, much... Oh, NJP showed up, too. I showed up, too. Last Sunday? Not the Sunday. No. Yeah. Well, he was being a dick then, but you can't... Yeah, I mean, at that. But what I'm saying is, since the day it happened, we've kept pretty well lubricated, is my point. Uh, lots of beer flowing, and uh, we've even gone out a couple times just to... You can only grieve so much. You know, you can only be that sad. So you got to get out and have a, have a beer and have a laugh. You can't keep a shoe light away from the karaoke machine you can't. too long. <laughs> he doesn't withdraw, does he? We were karaoke Friday, actually. Uh, for my birthday, we went out and, and <laughs> shoe light was up there. Both of them were up there karaoke. You can't, you can't keep him out of the circuit for that long, Doc. You're no. right. So uh, throughout the course of the week, though, we've, we did discover a few things. We, um, we invented a grieve job. That's a new position, the grieve job. Mm-hmm. Uh, a grieve job is when uh, you know. First of all, it all starts with I'm grieving. You know, this is how you this is how you pull the chicks in at all. You know, my father just died. You get the whole. It's a sympathy thing. A grieve job is a hand job uh, from somebody else, preferably a woman. Uh, Doesn't and, have to be. <laughs> but preferably, uh, that's your lubric- first choice anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's lubricated by your own tears. That's a grieve job. So, uh, folks at home, you can take that with you. It's our gift to you. Uh, the grieve job. Now you know what that is. And um, a grieving Schumann. There's a new. Doesn't that just sound like one of the like a dirty Sanchez and a hot plate and a grieving Schumann? Yeah. Like it just fits for some reason. And a grieving Schumann isn't necessarily anything specific. It's any massively complex and disgusting weird arrangement of things that don't belong together, having to do with sex, of course. Mm-hmm. That's a grieving Schumann. It's good. <laughs> and it's good. Uh- uh, I got to I got to tell one quick story uh, and stop me if this is not going to be good for the show. Uh, so that night we were at karaoke. Uh, I brought home an, I brought home a lady. <laughs> he was grieving. I was sure grieving. You sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if if it wasn't, the balls were real small. <laughs> so <laughs> they were tucked away. So so I bring her home and uh, we end up in my room and we were going at it and then after we were done, we have an intercom system that runs through our bedroom. <laughs> Through the whole house, there's like intercom intercoms in each of our rooms. Oh man! So Justin gets on the intercom, and he goes, "Schumann, this is your father speaking." <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. Man. Was, and, and, I was, and I was like all stoked about this, right? Because I thought, <laughs> and, and then this girl's like, "He is not doing that, is he?" <laughs> 
Like, yeah, he's sure. He's just calling down from heaven. And so, so I go right to the push to talk button. I'm like, Dad? <laughs> Schumann, what are you doing in there? She won't be back. She was squirming, man. It was so great. He's like, we have a small penis, Schumann, and just like went on and on. And I'm like, well, what can I do, Dad? And like, and she, I think, she, I think we offended her. I don't think. I don't think that's what offended her. <laughs> so, well, let me tell you, Schumann grieved pretty hard that night. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple other friends I, over. He, he grieved twice. He grieved a couple times. Someone went to the to the bathroom, which is down the hall from Schumann's room, but it. You know, a safe enough distance, and the guy comes back and he goes, "Oh man, Schumann is grieving in there." Right now. <laughs> I, I heard him grieving really hard back there. <laughs> Schumann has been grieving. His shoe light got to grieve even last night. He told me. Yeah, he was grieving last night. In fact, I think he grieved in your dad's office. Yes, he sure did. <laughs> no shame, these brothers. You never know what you're going to grieve. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it, whether it's appropriate or not, I'm still going to grieve. Well, here's the best part about... Well, here's the only good part about grief. There's no right way to do it. <laughs> Nobody can tell you how to grieve. There's no time length on it. I mean, he could really milk this for years. Yeah, I could. If you think about it. My dad's gone. <laughs> now, now suck it. <laughs> oh, now, now don't look at me. <laughs> oh, man. But even, you know, we're out at the bar and saying semi-offensive things. I mean, we're not not attacking anybody, but we're just saying things. And, 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 you know, like a woman next to Schumann would go like, what did you just say? And he'd go, oh, my dad just died. I'm grieving. Like that, it's like a pass for everything. You can say anything you want. I'm grieving. My dad died. And you don't know what to say to that. Like, as a person, you hear that, you, you are you serious? The, the, first, the first thing is, no, he didn't. You wouldn't be saying that. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I'm, and I was like, yeah, huh? <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. Well, how sorry are you? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I could use a grieve job. I can, yeah. Are you really that sorry? Are you as sorry as I want you to be? <laughs> Show me some grief. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been grieving. Uh, <laughs> I am proud of you. And, you're, and that's their other line all the time. My dad would have wanted this. <laughs> you, know, like the, you know, when he gets the, finally gets the girl back to his room, you know. and I'm nailing this blonde girl going, yeah, dad'd be proud. <laughs> you know, she's like, is this okay? Are you okay? Dad would have wanted this. Dad would have wanted this. Oh, man. Right. You guys are. Yeah. You're something else, human. <laughs> That's what you guys are. In, in a way, my dad's doing you right now. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh man. That's that's what a way to after that's what you say after you finish so you know she's not coming back exactly and you can expect no phone calls you see all that mess right there that's a quarter of my dad oh. you know that that stain looks just like my dad <laughs> oh, let me tell you if I, she sticks around or comes back after comments like that she is not a keeper that is a freaky bitch <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> I'm saying that's a not, crazy bitch that's a crazy bitch right you know there. we're gonna get married and there's gonna be weirdness between you and me <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Oh man! Well, you got the grieving Schumann. You got the uh, the grieving tower, the grieving tower. Yes, mm-hmm. which is you know two sad people. Yeah, two Schumanns on either end, uh. high fiving and hugging and crying. Now here's one that's unassociated, but mm-hmm. this was our segue one because uh, I don't think I talked about this on the show last time, did I? That the Baltimore barge. I don't know. You just told me about it last night. It's when a man loves a woman very much. <laughs> no. This is from a listener. Um, you know, we get a lot of feedback emails, and, and some are pretty funny. Uh, this one made me laugh out loud. I was at work I, at, at CBS. Uh, people heard me in the other studio. I was laughing, and he's like, hey, I was, you know, I was listening to one of the old shows where you guys were talking about the different positions, and I wanted to tell you one that my friends and I made up called the Baltimore Barge. You know, kind of uh, the, the whole, like, the Cleveland steamer, like these ones, yeah. you know. 
off of these Great Lake ships. Hot lunch. The, yeah, the Baltimore barge is uh, so two people uh, get into a bathtub together. And uh, so, say me and Schumann, and you're facing each other. You know, uh, you're facing each other. You know, open legged, and uh, one of you drops a deuce, and that deuce floats to the top of the water. <laughs> and then the other person has to. You can't touch it. You have to guide it in, like with the water. Like you have to flap your hands and guide it into your mouth. And that is a Baltimore bar. We're grieving, folks. That grieving. is a Baltimore oh bar that I'm sharing with you from one BN Army member. Oh man. <laughs> That's, you know, that sounds so, like, involved. It's kind of like the shovel nut goat teaser we came up with. Yes, which we don't even want to talk about. All right, never mind. <laughs> just use your imagination. Imagine that. Yeah. I just share. This is how we're dealing with our grief. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, a sincere thank you to the BNL. That's Army. disgusting. I really appreciate all the, all the mail we got in response. It was really, really good. All the mail. <laughs> thank you for all the mail. Thanks for I mail. got a lot of mail. I like mails. Oh, yeah. Mail. All right, uh, quick break. When we come back, we're going to do our feedback. Uh, I did get a lot of feedback, a couple questions to answer, some weird brewing stories. People had a couple of Justin Brew sessions where they really effed things up. So uh, I got some of that in our feedback, and we'll cover all that and uh, a little bit more when we come back. It's a short show tonight. We'll be done uh, probably in about 20 minutes or so. So thanks for hanging out with us and letting us do the unofficial session. Be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way.
program everybody thanks for hanging out with us today the unofficial session and you know just a few things to cover and we're getting out of here pretty soon uh gonna open up a new beer though you want to open that for us doc it's uh i don't do that <laughs> oh, the tables all uh, the the labels all messed up so i don't uh and the table and it's captain lawrence though someone sent us a couple of captain lawrence american beer. triple ale extra gold Okay, so that's what we're trying first, and uh, extra gold. Put it on the webcam for you. You can go to justin.tv slash brewing network if you want to look at the today. It's the Jipper and beer cam. Yeah, and by the way, that wasn't a spaceship I drew. Does that look like a spaceship to you? Yes. Oh, damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's a phallic spaceship, but a, a spaceship. No, I'll show you a spaceship, <laughs> and you can dock with it. Okay. Dock. <laughs> All right, my see everything. This, like I, I told you at the beginning, this is what uh, a uh, unorganized BN show sounds like. I oh, sure hope great. it sounds. I sure hope it sounds different than a normal show. Yeah, I think <laughs> I don't even have our feedback music for you. It's what? not there. What? Yeah, yeah. I could do it for you, Justin. Give me your glass here, Justin. Yeah, you uh, got mail. Kick ass. <laughs> Wow, it's a lot of ranch on your face. You suck on the band. Hey, give me that bottle, Doc, would you please? <laughs> All right, feedback's brought to you today by Williams Brewing Company. Go check out our brand new sponsor, Williams Brewing Company. Uh, here's uh, a couple of things that we got over. I- I'm sorry if I missed your feedback over the last couple of weeks. Just like I said, a lot happening around here. I tried to get as much in as possible. And uh, here we go. You guys want to try this beer first? Um, yeah, I'm just going to try to get the bottle. You've muted yourself, JP. It's everyone's dream come true. You're going to put the, bo- the bottle, the label's all messed up, so you're not yeah, going to see much of it. You should put your beer in front of it so they can see the color. Um, it's a Belgian style, right? Why do you tell me what's Is that what it said? It's an American triple oh. ale, but mm. it doesn't taste American. <laughs> tastes Martian. Oh, I like it, though. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's a little sweet. That's a sad-looking bottled label. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the label, but um, what do you think about it, Doc? I'm still pissed there's no music. Uh, um. Here, wait, maybe I can get it really quick. Somebody talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, keep going. Jimmy, it just sounds like you got a dick in your mouth. This is really good. My dad's dead. Yeah, it's not gay for me, Doc. Oh You've got mail. <laughs> There you go. There we go. I kind of like the new version. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I like feedback 2.0. 
It's not bad. Uh, that's a good beer. Uh, so, who is this from? Because I can't tell. It's all the labels all beat. Captain shit. Lawrence Brewing Company. It was our uh, it was our last guest. Uh, we it's were supposed to have um, Schlafly on last week, but it was the show we had to postpone. Extra gold. Yeah, that's tasty, man. So that's from them. Yeah, I like it. Like I said, it's. I think it could be a little drier. What do you think, Don? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and I'm not saying much. It's it could actually, be older too. Um, yeah, I think a little. It's, it's just too much Brett right in your face. But it is good. I'm enjoying the beer. I don't mean that at all. I'm just if I had to be nitpicky, I, I think you're right. Maybe not even drier than maybe just a bit of age would do yeah, better. Yeah, if it aged more, it would dry it out and less bread mm. in your face. And I mean, it's already almost there. But uh, I, I'm yeah. sure being a commercial beer, it doesn't have time to age it for a couple of years. So JP and I had a beer on Friday when we were out uh, doing the birthday thing, which is also very cool. I want to say, uh, you know, you got here, JP to go out. He went out. Isn't that weird? Oh my God! Here we were in this like messed. Oh up- yeah, isn't that weird? That <laughs> 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 he came out Saturday too, but it was a funeral. You're into depressing things. Yeah, I, I'm wearing black now. <laughs> so hey, I have gray checkers on. We uh, People still rallied, even though it was a sad time and a weird time. People rallied. We had a bunch of people come out on Friday. That was really nice. And Anyway, JP and I had a beer. I'm not going to name the company because it's a, actually a, a, a beer company we really like. Yeah. They make great beer. But this particular one, it was a, you know, I don't know. They, they were calling it a Belgian. They're calling it a Belgian single. But it just tasted like Brett. It, it wasn't even a, yeah. like it shouldn't have had Brett in it at all. And it, it yeah. should have had that Belgian yeast flavor to it. It would have been okay, but... It was bad. It just tasted like Brett. It, yeah, it was like you know, licking old feet. Yeah, it's like yeah. that flat. Um, leave not, leave no uh, malt sweetness behind, but like caramel malt sweetness. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. And it was just funky, man. I don't know what it was. It, just a weird thing. That, Belgian beers, not easy to do. You know, I, like I enjoy them so much now, and I just when I have bad ones, I just gain more and more respect for the people who know how to do it right. Because yeah. it's not just letting that yeast go and do its thing; it's it's a lot of things. You know, that temperature is really important, and what you do. And this beer, I don't know what they did. I don't know why there was Brett in it at all. Yeah, I don't actually, know. I don't know why they were calling it a Belgian anything. Yeah. Anyway. All right, a little feedback. Hey, Justin, just right. wanted to let you know, a lot of positive feedback this week. We needed a little positive in our life, so I, I filtered through the positive ones. Uh, bear with me on that. I uh, just want to let you know the Brewing Network came out strong in the Schooner Homebrew Challenge last weekend. Oh. Winning eight medals, including Best of Show. Nice. Of the 504 entries, I won the best of show with my Munich Hellas. And yes, it was Jamil's recipe. Thanks again for all that you do and keep it up. That's from Ken in Plainfield, Illinois. Nice. Wow. Uh, A best of show out of 504 entries? That's badass right there. Good man. Thanks, brother. And thanks for putting down the Brewing Network. You can put the Brewing Network as your club if you want to. We're an official AHA club, so you're welcome to do that. Oh. Let's see. Uh, there were some other statistics he gave about the festival, but that's okay. Uh, hey, Justin. I uh, just thought I'd share this entertaining brewing story. I definitely had a Justin Brew Day. Uh, everything that could go wrong did. First, my computer is completely wrecked. Um, doesn't turn on at all. So I didn't have ProMash running. This was all paper and pencil and guessing. I started doughing in and realized that I only have enough room in my cooler mash tun for a 1050 beer at the water-to-grain ratio I'm used to. So my cooler was filled to the rim. I also happened to undershoot my mash temp by about 10 degrees. 
This is starting to sound like a Justin Brew day. I ended up managing to get it right where I wanted it. Uh, then for my first running, I forgot to Vorloff. So I recirculated the second edition of water. Uh, batch, he, he does batch sparging, he says. Um, recirculated with his pump, got distracted now and then, and spilled a few quarts onto the apartment floor. I've done that. <laughs> About three or four times, <laughs> he says. I've never done that in one night. <laughs> At this point, I was getting a bit irritated, but still under control. Finally, everything's in the kettle, and I'm waiting for it to boil. When I start chilling my wort, and the water coming out of the chiller wasn't boiling hot, I stuck the hose in my carboy to mix up star sand. Then I got distracted and forgot about the carboy and just kept on waiting for the chilling to happen. This is where it all went terrible. I'm in my living room and have my feet up on the coffee table. I put them down... And it's into a puddle of water. Oh. So I wonder where's the water coming from? <laughs> yeah, I the check, overflowing carboy. I check on the chiller and notice it's coming from the kitchen. Then I remembered the carboy. About half an inch of water in my kitchen and it was spilling into the living room really fast. I don't even know how many gallons of water there was in the ground. I snapped. I completely, totally snapped. You have no idea how angry I got. Luckily, my buddy brought over some beer and I managed not to ruin the wort. Or any of my stuff. By the way, you know you're a home brewer if you mention the wort before your stuff in your apartment. <laughs> when you've made a mess like that and the first thing you say is, I didn't ruin the wort. You're a home brewer. Uh, the coldest I could get my wort was to 90. Uh, at that point, wort was in the carboy with airlocks attached. I washed up, the, uh, washed up with the intention of aerating and pitching right after. But my friend says, we're going on a beer run. So we take off 10 minutes down the road and... Um, I realize I haven't pitched yet. I end up getting back to my place completely shit-faced from pre-drinking for a party they were going to and managed to finish everything. Uh, let's see. You know, it, it does kind of sound like a brew day, you know, filled to the rim. Yeah. Yeah. Rim tub. Brew day of yours. Right. Because you get stuff. Okay, never No, I agree. It's brew day. I didn't get the yeah. filled to the rim joke. And you never will. <laughs> That's stupid. I'm, I'm grieving. Well, I'm curious to see how that beer turns out. And by the way, I've gotten pissed like that, too. Like, I've been ready to throw, you know, things that aren't very heavy far. <laughs> throw Chad <laughs> short distances. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, do we have a call, too? Yeah. Oh, and Nico. You want to take a drunk of the week call right in the middle of a... Uh... Why the fuck not, man? Yeah, let's see. Unofficial show, I guess. Nico Rico. Is this Rico from Fres? Yes. Uh, no, it's John sitting next to Rico from Fres. Yes. And you guys are already calling in for drunk of the week. I see my Well, you because here's the thing: we've been drinking since Friday. We went down on the train. Oh. We drank all the beer on the train. We <laughs> just go down on the train. We went, yeah, exactly. We rode on the train down. And then, and then, uh, and then we went to this bar in uh, Fresno and listened to live music for a while. But see, here's the thing. We're on our way back. We're almost at a beer. And now we're waiting for the coroner. The coroner? Yeah. Evidently this guy. We're on the train coming back. Evidently some guy oh. walked in front of another train in front of us. And now we're waiting for that guy. Oh, yeah, I see. Wow. Well, I guess, can you Pardon keep me? drinking no, on the train? I mean, uh, uh, all right, I can't do this. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's too, you know, it's not, you're, gr- you're grieving. I'm grieving. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
There they go. I was going to put on Inagata DeVita and everything, but I just don't know what was happening. Thanks, We're, John. They're on the train, and there's a dead guy, right? I got that. I, see, I didn't get that. There was a train, and then there was a guy in Some front guy, of the sounds train. Sounds like somebody, like the train in front of them, hit a dude oh. on the tracks. So their train stopped. Man. Which is, which is, you know, easy to make that mistake. I mean, there's only, like, one place a train can follow, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I hope it wasn't, like, your uncle or something. Yeah. No, it sucks. You're already grieving. That might be too soon. That'd be way too soon. (laughs) I got to check with my mom, though, but it might be too soon. (laughs) Mom, can I laugh now? (laughs) Was it really Uncle John? No. Okay, great. Then never mind. (laughs) Great. Then we're ready to go. Uh Uh-oh. He's calling back. Uh, No, maybe it's not him. Hang on. I'm really really good at my job. I would have taken Rico. He's semi, he's he's usually semi-coherent. But. All right. Let me do a little more feedback. Hey, guys. Been listening since show number one, but being on the East Coast, don't get to listen live very much. I was recently in Portland, uh, Oregon, with my wife, who was there for a conference. I was there for the beer. Uh, JP, check this out. This is a Portland, Oregon beer story. I know you just were answering the phone. I, I love Portland. So this guy goes to Portland Hot with chicks. his wife, was there for a conference. Um, she was there for a conference. He was there for the beer. My research had shown that Portland has more microbreweries per capita than any other city in the country. And actually, I think now they have more breweries uh, per capita than any city in the world. I think that they had finally surpassed, uh, uh, I think it was either Munich or a city in Belgium. I forget what. But I think it's any more more breweries per capita than any city in the world, I think Portland now has. We should have one in Pacheco. We'd, we'd rule. <laughs> That's true. He says, my research was less than rigorous, so I'm not sure uh, that's entirely true. But I'm from Atlanta, where we have two, maybe three, if you count Terrapin, um, as a craft brewery. And I count Terrapin, why not? Uh, Anyway, he says, I guess he was doing this all on foot. He wanted to... He wanted to do a walking tour of breweries all over Portland. He says, I set out the first day and was about five minutes into the first leg when it occurred to me that I had my MP3 player in my backpack with the last session show that I hadn't listened to yet. So you, Brewcasters and Mufasa from BJ's, became my traveling companions and drinking buddies for the next few days. (laughs) In three days, check this out, Doc. In three days, I walked just under 50 miles from one tap to the next. Oh, my God. And listening to you guys made the travel time fly by. I didn't hit as many breweries as I had planned, but uh, made the most uh, of those I did get to. I don't know why I just started walking. (laughs) 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 Among them were the shoots. Left foot, (laughs) right foot. You sound like Forrest Gump there, (laughs) JP. Hey, thank thanks. You. <laughs> thank you. Deschutes, Bridgeport, Roots, uh, Clifton Street, and sampled probably 12 to 15 more um, that I can't get here on the East Coast in various bars and public houses. All in all, had a great time and an integral part. I was having you guys there in spirit. So thanks. Cheers. That's from David, who's cool. frit in the forums. It's easy to walk around drinking beer in Portland. Yeah, but 50 miles in three days? That's a lot of miles. That's a lot of miles. It is, right? But it, I, I could see it, it's easily done. You know, mm. I mean, you could, before you know, you're drinking and you're you know you're you're numb. Yeah, by halfway through, and you just why? Let's go there. Ah, uh, cab right now. Nah, forget it. That's beer money. We'll walk. Right. What? what do you it think there's a brewery like every mile, every mile and a half, probably in any direction from any other brewery. I'd be crippled at the end of that, though. You already are. That's so oh, you I mean like lose. physically, not mental? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd right. be in bad shape. Well, then you have a point. Yeah. You rent the short bus and take it from bar to bar. Yeah, 
50 mile. That's that's a lot. But that's cool. And I think it's cool he brought us along as drinking buddies. That's yeah, very nice. And that's, that's good, a good man. show to do it with, too, because Mufasa was a lot of fun. So uh, that's cool, man. Thanks for <sighs> Uh, feedback about when you're going to get more books in. Uh, looking for the Brewing Classic Styles. Uh, yeah, it said it in in, uh, in the announcements. Uh, I do have books now. I think I'm going to post them mid-October when we get back from GABF because I don't want them being ordered while I can't ship them. And he also, as he's asking, sent along a new insult for Shat. Oh. He said to call him a douche knuckle. A douche knuckle? Yeah. I don't know what a douche knuckle is. Is that when you're but... trying to douche... Too far in, you get a knuckle in there? I don't get it. It's when a man loves a woman very much, JP. Oh. I thought it was when you get in a grief job and your knuckle gets flared up. Flared up. If you had a cut on your knuckle and then you get a grief job later and it gets infected. Yes. Inflammation at its best. It's not funny when it happens to you. I need a grief job right now. JP, what are you doing over there? Crying. You busy? I'm generating lube. Uh, okay, let's see. Hey, guys and douchebags, you know who you are. Thanks for the great show. I plan to start donating real soon. Thank you for that. And yes, JP, it's a good idea to keep reminding us to do that. I don't know why he's pointing that out at you. Um, I don't know why either. I'm all caught up on the shows now, but back in the spring, I just got to the archive where you were talking to a brewer, I forgot who, that experimented with natural fermentation by putting the fermenters on the back of his truck for the night. And this inspired me to try it. So I went out and grabbed a couple cans of Pilsner malt, made it up, and split it into two half batches. To the first, added the yeast that came with the kit. The second, I did not add any yeast, but left it out in my backyard for about six hours with a screen over the top so that insects wouldn't get in. A few weeks later, I tasted a few drops. I'm afraid to swallow, he says. Happens to the best of us. Don't be afraid to swallow. (laughs) It uh, It was still a bit sweet, but still fermenting. (laughs) Now it's been about three and a half months, and I just dragged it out of the basement and extracted a small glass. It smelled awful. Again, I was afraid to swallow. I uh, I stared, tasting and spitting like the wine dudes. But then I decided it didn't taste bad and was quite interesting. Moderately sour with um, a little kick I can't quite describe, so I started swallowing. (laughs) My question is... Will I be dead by the time you read this email? <laughs> or more precisely, is there stuff in the air you have to worry about when experimenting with natural fermentation? Can it make you sick? Um, it blows my mind to think this actually uh, seems to have turned out, but I wanted to check if it's safe to trust it. Thanks. Doc, what do you think? Yeah, he's fine. It's fine, right? Yeah. Why uh, is he fine? Uh, the pH goes down low when it ferments, and bacteria usually die. So the bacteria is what you better worry about. The yeast isn't going to kick off anything. Okay. Does the alcohol content have something to do with it too? Can... That, that that that'll help. Okay. With that, um, and he should realize that uh, wild yeast takes a lot longer to ferment than brewer's yeast. Okay. So that's why it tastes real sweet after you know a few weeks. Yeah. And then it's better. So actually, he should probably just. I'd lay it down for a couple of years, probably, or a year, and, and see what it's It'll probably be pretty fantastic at that point. Just let it go. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, so don't worry, dude. No. You, uh, got, you won't die. You got another phone call. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I just got to get through this feedback, though. Right. They're waiting for a dead... They're waiting for the coroner, so they got time, right? Like, that guy's <laughs> not going anywhere. Well, we, we have a line of people trying to call in. Oh, we do? Yeah. I don't know if you care or not. I don't. I just don't know how cohesive this phone call is going to be. It's Motor, and he sounds pretty, you know, Motor. He can drink uh, 25. You know what would be great is a drinking contest between Motor and Brew Twat, too. Brew Twat. 
Yeah, that might be a good contest, actually. Motor. Oh, no, they're gone. They hung up. I think they're flatlining. That's <laughs> 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 not funny. Does that bring back yeah. memories? Good thing, Sludge. Yeah, too you're soon. Oh, God. Uh, the guy had one more question uh, in the same email. He said, I read that light is bad for beer, so you should keep it in the dark. I also heard that you can heat your fermentation vessel with a light bulb in your enclosure. Are these things contradictory, or is it only sunlight that is bad for beer? Is there a good light? That's a good question, no, actually, isn't it? No good light. It's all light. Uh, yeah. if, 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 it just takes longer. It depends on what it is. If it sits out even with fluorescent lights, mm-hmm. it just takes a little bit longer. But, yeah, it's not good. Well, just so, uh, just wrap your carboy in some. Put a T-shirt it, over it or a sheet or, or something. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to do the enclosed fermentation chamber with a light bulb as your heat source, which, by the way, does work, yes. you just want to cover your carboy. Yeah, cover the carboy or kind of keep it a little bit separated with a okay. shield it. Okay. Shield the light bulb or shield the carboy. All right. Uh, a little bit more here. Uh, let's see. Hey, Justin, just want to let you know how much I appreciate what you're doing. No longer do I have to sit through work just waiting for it to end. Instead, I can upload a session or any of the other shows onto my phone and play it while I'm out delivering uh, and turn every day into, a guess, uh, into, I guess, what you would call a lecture, finding great information and laughs all along the way. And, of course, the added benefit of craving beer when I get home. I'll be sending some sour beers from Brawley's Beverage, the place to get beer in Charlotte, North Carolina, when I send in some, uh, some listener beer. Thanks, John from Charlotte. Thank you for the good words, brother. Glad we could help um, your work day go by a little better. Uh, here's another one. I know you guys have heard all this before, but I feel it's necessary to finally chime in with this one. Thanks to all of you for making home brewing an absolute obsession for me. It seems cliche, but the third time's a charm. I've entered a competition for the third time ever and won my first award. Uh, so congratulations to you, man. Uh, it was for... Uh a brown porter spinoff of Jamil's recipe. I was second place among 14 entries. And yes, it's another win for the BN Army. Thanks again, and JP is a scumbag. Oh. No, the proper term is douchebag. That's from Jimmy J. Uh, Jimmy J. in uh, Illinois. Hey, you know what I didn't uh, get to organize, and I, I guess I'm going to have to apologize to people, was the... Your entire life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't have to apologize to other people for I that. Apologize. Uh, no, the, uh, <laughs> I apologize. Well, this week's feedback was brought to you by Williams Brewing Company, but uh, I got to do the feedback brought to you by uh, the BN Army next when, when we do our next show. Oh, Because yeah. if you go to our forum, there's a thread there about the... It's the JP insult thread, I think. And it is... Uh, the, the BN Army has paid uh, to sponsor the feedback segment, and they want us to... They want to keep the JP insult alive. Great. So I'll do that for you guys next time around. I just, I'm sorry. This week, you know, with so much happened, I just didn't get around to organizing the insults and all that. It's too sad to insult me. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, here is an Australian in India. Um, wow. He says, hey, Brewcasters, from, from an Aussie in India. What an awful accent his kids would have. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, Pasakari. <clears throat> I wrote to you about two months ago about moving to and homebrewing in India and wanted to give props to Indian Beer Geek and Hanzo Razor from the forum who both emailed me. Plans have changed, but so now I'm backpacking the world for the next 12 months, so there will be no chance of brewing for me. Pretty cool, though, that here's a guy who listens to the show, needs some information about moving to India, and we got a couple people on the forum who can help him out. I like that. Yeah. Got people everywhere. So we got don't Indian be, dudes. If you're going somewhere, ask. Uh, we got Indian dudes. 
Uh, let's see. So he's going on this 12-month tour. He says, I'd like to thank you so much, as last week I caught a bout of tap-ass, he calls it, in India, which apparently is diarrhea, and was incapacitated for three days with liquid coming out of both ends. Mud butt. <laughs> Mud butt. <laughs> Splatter ass. <laughs> Have you ever heard tap-ass? Never. Never heard that one. Never. It's good. Listen to the podcast for three days straight, and they pulled me through those rough and watery times. <laughs> watery. Is <laughs> he losing mud? <laughs> Shooting mud. He says, you also have a new listener now, as my girlfriend was so jealous at the comfort you guys gave me that she started listening on her iPod, he's and te- now she's hooked. He's texturing drywall. <laughs> Is no. that one? Did you just know. make just that, up? that up? That's you ever text your drywall with a spray gun? <laughs> Yeah, it's okay, I guess. I'll call you. I don't know. I'm grieving. <laughs> uh, so now she's hooked to the show. Now there's talk of finally getting a kegging system. Arguments over what we brew first and when we get home, and even talk of getting barrels happening for some lambics and wood aging. Are you, Jimmy, are you putting on a show for the camera? Yeah. I said I look like Ray Charles when I typed, so I figured... <laughs> So you're doing your best, keys. Ray Charles, for the for the new cam, justin.tv slash brewing network. This is great. I, I need attention in my life. <laughs> we might have to take it off the Beaver cam, even if you're not in the chat room. I, I know, think you right? need your own camera. I do. They don't, but I do. It, you, it could just be a feed to nowhere. Yeah. Just so you know what's going out there. <laughs> just so I know there's a live camera that nobody's watching. Nobody's watching this uh, two people. Okay. Nobody's listening. Nobody's listening, but they're watching. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, It's truly painful to listen to all the awesome brewing info and your guests give out, knowing that I won't be able to put a brew down for another ten months. But being the freak that I am, I brought Designing Great Beers with me. And between the podcasts and the book, uh, over the next year, I hopefully can learn a good chunk of theory uh, that I've always avoided. So uh, I'd like you, uh, like you all to know... That y'all feel like family to me, and it looks promising that we will be in San Francisco in July. Only found your show just before I left, so I'm not an active forum user or really part of the community yet. But if we are in your area, I'd love to meet you in person. Cheers and beers. That's from Yogi Beer, you know, uh, or, or Ben. So that's, that's cool. cool, man. Yeah, I, I like that. The good chunk of theory. Yeah, that's a good turn of phrase. Yeah. All right. Chunky. Unlike his poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't eat peanuts. Uh, you have another phone call. I'm just going to tell you, because I don't know why. It's from Stephanie. Yo. Oh, boy. Hey, Steph. What's happening? Hey, how's it going? It's going all right. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Are you stuck on the dead guy train, too? <laughs> no. Uh, Sean won't go to Fresno. Oh, that's right. He hates... He doesn't refer to <laughs> Fresno as Fres- Fresno. Yes. He says it's no. actually Fresno. No. He, yeah. It wasn't even... I don't think it was even brought up. He ended up going up to the uh, dinner on Friday. Oh, you didn't go with him? No. I didn't go. I've um, I've been really busy with work, and okay. I was exhausted, and the thought of driving three and a half hours after school got out. Oh, yeah. I see. So, but he said it was great. He had a great time. He met some great people, some people from Stone and Matt Brennelson, and, great. of course, Sean Paxton cooked an amazing meal. So Okay. This Not- is the NorCal yeah. dinner we're talking about, of course, yeah. that Sean Paxton did. Notice how the great people Sully met weren't any homebrewers. They were all people oh, he's already known. Oh, the was there. Yeah. The, uh, there were yeah. already people he's Sean already known. Sean McGruffith. <laughs> he okay. took my place. <laughs> oh, oh, that was his date. That was his date. I see. <laughs> but then Sully ditched everybody and, you know. Of course he did. He didn't even say goodbye. 
Are of you guys are you guys at home now? We're yeah, we're just, he's making supper and we're just hanging out. Are you watching the video? Feed? We are, but it's a lot of JP all the time. I know. Can you can you much? Can you see that uh, JP has made a little drawing uh, about him and Sully that's on the video right now? No, I haven't seen it. Well, I'm not watching now because Sean's listening in the other room as he's cooking. I see. Okay. But we actually, you know, we were we've been thinking a lot about the Schumans, you know, and everything that's just going on. Why? We what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Asshole. Sad, you know, it's a friend losing. Yeah, my dad died. You know. Oh, but this, this uh-huh. is the whole thing. Sully and I are laying around, and we're we're reading the thread, you know, of everybody's kind words. And then we kind of stop for a second. And if you looked at the avatars, it's like Bob's naked body, <laughs> and it's yeah. Milo Floor and the dead squirrel and Hot Rod with these giant tits coming out of the pool, and Chris Jay's right. vomiting as he's sending his condolences. You know. And we, <laughs> We were laughing so hard by the end. You're so you're so right. I thought about the same thing. And for me, it wasn't just... You're right. Because here everyone is sending some very genuine and thoughtful comments. And they right. do... Everyone was so kind in their words. But then you have Chris vomiting. Yeah. They have these <laughs> effed up avatars. It was great. And I don't know if you noticed this either, but... So... When you sign up for the forum, you can you create yourself your own profile, and you can put an avatar on there. You can also put yourself a signature, where right. every post that you do, at the bottom of it, it says the same thing. So you can put right, whatever right. you want. <laughs> so here I write this nice thing about Roger, and, and just trying to explain what's <laughs> happened. And my signature says, suck it, Schumann. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you get to the bottom of the whole thing, and, then it's, and I'm talking about the Schumanns as my very dear friends, and it says, suck it, Schumann. Okay. And I thought for a second, I thought... Do do I take off my signature? Should I change it now for this? And then I thought of the Schumans, and I went, absolutely not. This right. is the perfect time for a good suck at Schumann. It was it was par for the course, man. It was good. <laughs> that is funny. Well, we just got We just kept looking at the avatars. We could, we were dying. Yeah, that's a really okay, good point. Well, hey, hey, no, don't die because Schumann can't take it. <laughs> no, and, no more death. Yeah. And uh, no Stephanie, more death. Stephanie, but Schumann, Sully, and I have been been thinking about you, and hope you and your family are doing well. Thank you, and then tell uh, tell Sully thank you for me too. Thanks, Steph. Well, he wants to say hello too. So Ooh. Right. I'm passing the phone over. Thank you for the observation, Stephanie. That's really funny, actually. Don't, of course. Don't, it was so fun. Check it out. Like, tonight, sit down and go through yeah. all the avatars. Yeah. And just when you get to the big boobs coming out of the pool, and the next one is this guy vomiting. It's just great. Don't, don't say great. Don't say passing, don't either. Because that's what? a little... Uh, passing is a little sensitive around here. Right <laughs> <laughs> you died, man. Yeah. Don't say passing. Okay, okay. My dad's dead. <laughs> ah, <laughs> get over it. My dad's well, dead, see? Well. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Yeah. Of course. Shoo, Here's she... All right. I feel like this is like... Uh, I, well, I haven't seen you in a long time, and uh, it's like uh, uh, old family members calling, you know, ah, it's that one month of call that I make every year, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just wanted to tell uh, Schumann uh, that, uh, yeah, whatever, but i got to tell you something. He gave me a great idea, $85 for a cardboard box, uh-huh. and, and, and just burn me. That's exactly what I want. So, See? Uh, right. I probably will be the next person that actually passes oh, on the show. No, I can't handle that, Sully. <laughs> you, you know what you should do, Sully? Uh, plan <laughs> ahead. Go to the, like, the mini storages. They'll sell you a box about your size for like 30 bucks. <laughs> You should have come to my work. I would have given you a box that said like Belgian candy sugar on it. Oh, that would have yeah. been great. It would have been awesome. Yeah. I'd P- love to walk in that funeral home. Can you just put them in this? PBW I, caustic. I ain't got 85 or, Is there a bucks. corking fee or anything like this? I just want to bring my own box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's well, I'll g- keep that in mind. See, uh, 
I, if I can save, you know, forty, fifty bucks, it's a, it's a good thing. Isn't isn't I can, he I right can go though? To beer for the uh, you know for the party. Exactly. Oh, speaking like, of beer for the party, look at I'm all about. You know, if you're going to have the viewing and you're going to get buried, then okay. Do not want to be viewed. No. Viewing freaks me out. It, yeah. it is a freaky thing, but, but some people are into it, so I can see the casket thing there. But the whole buying some beautiful casket just to throw it in the yeah. furnace, right? It's silly. I mean, imagine exactly. n- imagine can just... I can't borrow ima- one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, on a serious note, I can't imagine looking at somebody and saying, you know, when I die... Do not put me in a cardboard box. I want to be put in a beautiful casket. I mean, right. who says that? Right. And but on the other end of the uh, of the funeral, you have people going, "Oh, okay. Well, it, oh, this is the one you want to put him in." <laughs> so like, F you, man. It's eighty five bucks. Is, is that like nice cardboard? Yeah, right. It's dual ply. Don't judge me, fuckers. Yeah. It's from Stockton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, this guy was raised in a trailer park. It'll be fine. Can't you just? By the way, why do you need a box at all? Can't you just be thrown on the slab that goes into the yeah, furnace? That's what I'm thinking too. It, I guess. But you need somewhere to put the yeah. uh, to. Oh, because you have to keep the end. Yeah, yeah is that, no. that's yeah. what they were paying for. That's what you're paying for, like the box that you get. No, 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 no. no? Because no, it's no, cardboard. No, if it's a cardboard box, it burns. You're talking right? about the urn? Yeah. No, even the urns, they charge a bunch of You can get your own urn, so we got our own like urn at like cost plus. Are you, <laughs> you going to snort your dad? Oh, by um, the way, and my, I want to oh. I want to talk about that for just a second. So they do, they have the urn now, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's sitting on there on this hutch that they have in the in the living room or something. Did, did you guys and, actually look in the urn? Well, he's not in there yet. But I didn't know that. And I didn't know what this bowl is either. <laughs> and 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 their mother comes through, uh, another she's also very positive and just she comes through and she goes, "Oh, and and did you see the nice urn that we got, you know, for Roger?" And she pulls the lid off. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, what? Whoa, I don't want to fucking see that. And Hello? <laughs> Raj. Hey, Raj. Hey, can I have that tube you made for the amp? Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, homie. Keep it real, dog. <laughs> yeah. That's me talking to this urn. Hey, seriously, I about jumped out of my skin because I thought I was going to see Roger's ashes in there. But he's not in there yet. I guess you haven't gotten him back or something. Yeah, we haven't gotten him back yet. He's not done cool. We, we don't know where he is. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, you could put you could put somebody on a slab and get it burned. And in your case, yeah. we'd probably have to sanitize it for Please, your, your body. That's all I ask. If that costs eighty five bucks, it's worth it to me. Now, I, I want to know: Do they know that it's your dad, or do they just burn everybody and then they scoop out about as much as <laughs> that looks like about there. Roger? They, 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 Let's put him in there. They actually, they tell us they're like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to put a special tag on this box. Like and then you know, have a special place to make sure that we don't mix the ashes up. Like anybody know the difference though? Because well, nobody wants right. cardboard box in their ashes. <laughs> there, there was a lawsuit. The other guys don't want cardboard in their ashes. Yeah, there was a lawsuit a few years ago about this funeral home. I think in the in the Midwest that was doing that. Just anybody's ashes. Any, they would just scoop up ashes and they, they all, have no idea. All willy nilly. Yeah. yeah, all willy nilly. Like <laughs> they like had tri tip that night. They just fucking scooped yeah. out the charcoal. <laughs> what happened this weekend? That's what we got. Oh man. Put them in the canned beer there. Yeah. No, you're right, Sully. I'm with you, and I'm with Schumann. F it. You're gonna burn this. Yeah. Whatever. Eighty five bucks. I do not want to tie anybody to uh, a plot of land. Just you know, I got it all planned out. You do? Hey, why go all the way through a cemetery to visit Dad when you got him right there on the mantle? <laughs> yeah. Actually, Even though, that, like at sea or you know in a forest or the mash town, you know, somewhere like that. Now, Sully, you do bring up a good point that I hope uh, maybe I'd like to talk about if it's okay with you. You just said you have it all planned out, and this is kind of 
As if. I mean, this is the nature of these experiences. I mean, this was a sudden thing. The guy was 57. No one expected this to happen. Um, Sully, you're young enough, and we make fun of you, but come on. <laughs> you're a young man. So do you really... I mean, I don't have this planned out, but anything could happen. Do you have this whole thing planned out? No, I don't really. I don't have it down like I've written it out, and there's a file somewhere when they open up, and they say, oh, shit, there's this gay porn. No, look at the one that says that uh, when I die thing. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Wrong one. Uh, yeah. He went down on the Vespa, and it was all over. Well, you know what? We can't have an open casket. Hang on. I'm curious about this answer. So, I, I mean, you know, I've just told, you know, I've told, you know, you have those conversations. Uh, my mom has been, you know, she's gone through, like, some life-threatening situations, and you have those little, you know, come-to-Jesus talks with each other about, like, what, what's going to happen and all that. And I always, you know, I say, you know what? This is what I want to happen. So, you know, yeah. uh, Steph knows, my parents know, my brother knows. I mean, I don't have it all written down or anything like that, but... Uh, um, you know, it's you know you got to think about that shit because you know. So you, we get you drunk with you. We're going to find out about it too. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know your plans. Well, next time we're drinking, I want to know what your death plans oh, are. I got it all planned out. You have no belief. There's a lot of show tunes. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, yeah. Doc yeah. is going to have to be forced to wear a dress <laughs> again. <laughs> Very. Hey, he's your friend, Doc, and you're going to have to go through hey, his, it was final his last wishes, wishes man. Uh, Sean, Sean, I think we're all busy that day. That nice chiffon <laughs> number. <laughs> Yeah, the one you bought me Don't in Reno. Me like that. And see this now. You know, it, these are the kind of things that you, you end up you, you think about when this happens. Like now, I'm not joking about this. Schumann uh, has told me, and we had to clear it with his mother this week because I, I felt uncomfortable. If he goes before I do, he wants. And Doc, you're going to have to help with this. He wants his ashes shot out of a potato gun. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Tim, what do you think? So you guys are gonna have consider to, it done. Yeah, well, you guys are gonna have to build a you know a high powered. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's going. He's going a few neighborhoods over. <laughs> Make sure it's black, you know, for the funeral thing. Oh yeah, chemical warfare. Oh god, yeah. we shoot you over the freeway. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and this is in a, a, genuine, in a beer um, can. This is a genuine Schumann thing because we'll all get a good laugh out of that, and that's how Schumann would yeah, like we'll, it. Yeah, we'll do it in a Coors Light can. Oh nice, that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll all criticize about how, how you fell like a queer. <laughs> Look at all his ashes saunter to the ground, all swishy back and forth. Just make sure the mountains are blue on the canopy, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now, Doc, now you have a family, and you, like, I don't own anything, so there's not a whole lot to do. It's it's more like, uh, you know, put me here and things are fine. But You, you own my heart. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'll, I'll have to give that away to somebody. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you. so you have a family of children to think about. Is Do you have this written out and thought out, or have you not gotten there yet, Doc? Well, what part? The whole thing. If you like, die like, tomorrow, are are all of your affairs in order as the attack? I'm worth more dead than I am alive. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah. I had I, I to get to know Karen a little better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got so much insurance on me, it's not even funny. And ha- But do you have... Okay, so there's that. That's taken care of. No, as far as am I going to be burned or... What about your plans or, and, and, you know... I don't care. Because uh, okay. it, it's up... What... It, to me, it's up to what they want to do. If they want to have me buried someplace they can go visit, great. If they want to have I me see. in a box on the mantle, that's cool, too. Okay. I'll be... I'm done. All right. So... Uh, I'm going to uh, request that you're in a box on a mantle so I can have partial custody. Okay. <laughs> Wait, can you, I be part you, of him? Yeah, are you and Karen going to meet at the McDonald's halfway over? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's my weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Karen, you're late with the dog. 
That's what I want. We've talked about so, this. Look, I, I told the other people we'd be meeting at 7 o'clock at the bar, and, and I'd have Doc with me. Yeah. And I can't go now. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not part of the agreement. You left town with Doc. <laughs> On my weekend. have a little thing with, you know... <laughs> wife or something like that? Well, that is the other thing. No, it's, plan. A, it's a custody thing. Yeah, I'm saying. Bring you uh, closer together. If, yeah, if plan A doesn't work out, which is where I, I move into the Lothar residence shortly after. Drive up in the Hummer. <laughs> yeah, then, then plan B is that I at least have partial custody. <laughs> that, would be, that would be the most awesome thing. Doc dies, he's on the mantle, and you're over there like and she's making you eggs. <laughs> In Doc's frying pan with Doc's spatula. Hey, and Doc, and I'm wearing Doc's robe. Yeah. Which it cuts off at my upper thigh, by the way. <laughs> with the sexy robe. Do the sexy dance. Doc's like the whole brewery set up there, which is pretty pretty great. But he has that whole storage area in the room next to it. Yeah, it's like you set up your whole studio in there. Oh he's bringing, man, he's bringing no. you out like you know uh, appetizers and no, well, chilled beer. Sully, if he if he does that, then where's Shad gonna brew Justin's beer? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> All right. I'm just curious because, like I said, these things make you start to think about that because it's a you-never-know situation. Right? Why are you thinking so, about that? You don't have anything. I don't know <laughs> What are you going to get? But I guess I have to figure out you know, what I want you to do with me. I mean, right now, you'd have no idea. Bury me in the backyard. No, you, I, I, I give you my room and become a necrophiliac is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> do you have health insurance yet? No. Oh, you're so gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked, really. <laughs> They're never going to plug it in to pull the plug. That's true. They'd be like, does he have insurance? No. Uh, power's out in this room. <laughs> oh, wait. Right, exactly. We'll get to you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I am way down that list. Yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Kaiser or something. It's cheap. You know. Hey. Whatever. It just delays your death. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sully. Well, thanks, man. All right, guys. Did you enjoy uh, the dinner and the festival at NorCal? Jew. Yeah, I know. What it was great. I slept there. in the back of my truck. It was fabulous. Really? Was yeah, it? It yeah. gets no, it fucking great. cold I mean, up there. Yeah, I did, but we had a heated cabin, so it was pretty cool. And you know, we had extra yeah, beds, Sully. <laughs> oh, Doc had an extra bed. I had, I had three extra beds because so. You know, people. I'm weird about that. I was telling Steph about that. I was like, you know, she's like, why don't you just stay in a cabin? I was like, yeah, but you know, you get up and then, and I was like, I didn't want to do that. I see. So, so you froze your ass off in the back of your truck. <laughs> no, I, I had a, I had a, I had a sleeping bag, and I had the whole setup. I was actually fine. Okay. I slept great, but uh, the dinner was amazing. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing what Paxson does yeah. uh, up there, and uh, it was great. Yeah, you know, and it was great meeting, uh, you know, hanging out with uh, with Matt and and all those guys. It was just great. So. Cool. Did you see Icky up there? You know, I may have, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, you'd know it if you saw Icky. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I met, I, there were a couple guys with BN. Uh, was, Peter was Dink like, was hey, there. Hey, how you doing? And I was like, and they responded, like, uh, 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 yeah, hi, how you doing? I, I, you know, I was like, hey, come on, it's like the head. Come on, look at this. Yeah, look at so, How do you not know it's me? Come on. Yeah, he's like, come on, get over here, kiss my ass. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> Peter Dink came. Peter Dean came over and talked to me, and he gave me shit about something that I hadn't done for him yet. So I was like, "All right, no, we'll take care." We'll get right to that, okay? <laughs> we'll get on it right away. But uh, it was funny, actually. Uh, uh, both uh, Tasty and uh, Jay Z were there, and and Jay Z is the best drunk in the world. He was pretty I hammered Friday him. night. Good. He, he he was so great. He came over to me, and he was just he was just saying the nicest thing to me. I was like, you know what? 
I'm close to Steph, but I think I could be closer to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he really is. is kind of, he's just a great, great man. I mean, he's just, the love that he has for everything, it was just, it was almost like he was, it was like a 60s flower child, and he's just out of his mind. You know what? You are so right. He is, well, he's already just an awesome guy, but yeah, when he's drinking, he is a love fest. Yeah, I always yeah. know, <laughs> I always know when he's had a couple just right off the back. I'll give him a call or something, maybe he's out at the, a lot of times he works in the city and has to stay overnight, so he'll go down to the 21A, and I'll give him a call in the evening, and he'll answer his phone, you know, you can see the caller ID, and he'll, every time I know he's drinking, because he goes, Justin, my friend, how are you, my brother? Like, it's my brother, my friend, and, and he means it, it's genuine, but, you know, he is a love it flows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, it's so funny, because he was at the 2 when I drank in the Tasty Beer, and the APA, and uh, he texted me, and then he called me, yeah. and it was just like this, I was like, I almost had to just go down there and like... And blow him. Hug him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hug him, yes. Hug him first. <laughs> hug him and then, then blow him, blow yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Give him a great job. And have my way with him. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, and then just just real quick, uh, and we've been talking it up. Uh, that tasty beer came out pretty badass, didn't it? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I couldn't be more happy with it. And it was just great the way it went down. I mean, just to have those guys in the brewery and really kind of like let them just kind of like do go everything. At it and, you know, yeah. Just let them do everything and have fun with everything. It was great. I. I I'm knocking on wood because I don't want to jinx it, so I'm going to knock on wood as I say it. Don't say it. Okay. I'll <laughs> I'll see you at GABF. I'll just say that. I just hope everybody at GABF thinks it's as great a beer as you do. That's what I'll say. Yes, this amazing Pro-Am beer that is now on tap. Uh, well, unless it's out. I'm thinking... No, it, it's still on. It's is still it really? On. Okay. I don't see that well, lasting you know, very I've long. That I've got like a whole bunch of emails from Tasty. He's another funny cat. He's yeah. like... Uh, so into the fact that this went on, and he wants to like sit down and talk about it. He's like, <laughs> I know you want to make it the way you want to make it, and I'm like, dude, the beer is awesome. What yeah. would I change about it? If you want to change it, we'll change it. But we were thinking about working it into the whole rotation, Ooh, sort of the nice. pale ale rotation. So it's an amazing beer. So get down. This is a this is a, a genuine plug. This isn't a sully plug. This is a J plug. Go down there <laughs> and, and taste this beer because I will say this: uh, it's one of the Mm. It's the best beer I've had in a long time. Yeah, it is really a fantastic beer uh, that, I, uh, that I couldn't get out of a can. <laughs> that I could, yes, yeah. yeah. Aside from beers, I can get in a can. That's right, cans. Uh, it re- I, no, I mean, in fact, all of us that we went and tried it that Friday night uh, um, two weeks ago, and all of us just said, "Holy shit, this is really the yeah, best." Yeah, blew me beer. out of the water. I didn't yeah. know what to expect. I mean, when you looked at what was going on with that beer, uh, his hopping program. I was like, uh, all right, well, let's just let it roll and see what happens. And yeah. you know, it turned out great. Absolutely phenomenal. It was awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, Sully, thanks, man. All right, guys. We'll catch you later. Schumann, I love you. You too, Sully. Not in a and, gay way, uh, though. I want to see you guys soon. It's been a long time. You know, it's going to be, a, we'll see you at JBF, right? You're leaving soon, aren't you? I leave tomorrow morning. Ouch. <laughs> okay. So, are you, but are you, you are going to JBF, I assume. I will be. I'll be, uh, I'll be out there. That Tuesday, actually, I'm judging. So slide okay. in, slide out. All right, great. So we'll see you there, and if you would make an appearance at our booth, we're at E18 for you, you listeners would. out there, so that uh, some of the listeners can meet you. E18, I'll be there. All right, brother. We'll see you there. All right, take All right. care, guys. Take care, Sully. I love you. Bye. All right, good old Sully. It's a good dude. 
I got a lot of messages from Sully for you, Schumann. He was texting me and writing me and all that. He's, he's, they've been thinking about you. Oh, cool. That's really cool. Probably because he's afraid he's going to die next. So it's <laughs> very, you know, it's close to home. It takes a lot of blood pressure to get through that big head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was mainly asking how the funeral went, uh, how did everyone, you know, like the thing so he could plan his is really, you know, what worked for his, what worked yeah. for Rogers because I really, you know. <laughs> he wanted some insight. Yeah. We'll talk shop. Yeah. Could you send me your contact list and things like that? All right. Quick break, everybody. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up. That's it. I got to go. Lots to do tonight, man. I'm going to be up all night long, Doc. Lot, I know you are. A lot of things to do. And, Throw some I'm dirty un- underwear in a suitcase or a bag or whatever you got. <laughs> Pretty much, man. But I'm excited about it. I'm not complaining. I'll tell you about my trip when we come back. Um, and a uh, little bit more feedback and a plug that's important. So hang in there. It's the session unofficially. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Okay, I rolled a 15 and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. Nope, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way! You had to be at a 24. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks! I just failed versus oxidation! Our party is fracked! Doug's the only one left and his beer is a Berliner Weiss! What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart? Why yeast 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com Attention homebrew shop owners. At Fermentap, they know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless stone false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic castle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper wort chillers are the best on the market. Designed to cool your wort faster and more efficiently than other immersion tailors. They actually invented the equipment to make these tailors not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeast, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at Fermentap.com or call Jason at 1-800-942-2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, gonna wrap things up here as quickly as possible. I have a lot of, lot of things to do. It's gonna be an all-nighter, Doc. Yeah. You say that like it, like it's, you've never done that before. I do every time I go on a trip. It's an all-nighter. I can't remember the last time I got into sleep before a trip. Gabf doesn't matter. Just sleep just, on the plane. That's what I figure. Right? I got a long flight tomorrow. Yep. Pull an all light all-nighter and just crash when I hit that airplane. Uh, Brew tattoos on the telephone. What's happening, man? Hey, it's just Brutat now. Ah, uh, Brutat. Anyway, but I want to say to JP, Brutwat? <laughs> That's kind of funny, what? though, isn't it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Maybe yeah. just when we're pissed at you, we call you Brutwat. Well, that's okay. But why does anybody have to be pissed at me? Yeah, no, you're right. Why wouldn't they be? <laughs> I don't know. So we'll have to reserve it until we are, Jake. Because you're wearing underwear underneath your kilt? Ah, oh, that is I a... I never wear underwear. <laughs> that would piss me off if you did. Uh, kilt or not. Kilt or not. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's anyway, happening, man? Anyway, just want to remind everybody, if you want a brew tag or a name tag for the GABF, email or PM me your okay. stuff. And that includes brewcasters. I don't know if you need... Or not. Yeah, you know what I need? Um, okay, so check out the forum under Beer Radio. Basically, if you show up the GABF booth, and particularly if you notify Brutat ahead of time uh, by PMing him in the forum, you can get your very own BN Army name tag. We're going to be making them at the booth there. Uh, Tat's going to pre-make a whole bunch of them, as many as possible, if you give them your information. It's just kind of a fun thing to have. You get your own BN name tag. You get to wear the grenade. Um, and it's really, I think it's awesome. I think it's a lot of fun to we're proud. I, I appreciate you doing that. Um, you know what? I the, the brewcaster ones. I assume Shat has given you all that info. If he hasn't, I'll make him do so um, this week. I ain't got shit. All right, he'll do that. But let oh, me shit. tell you this: we want a big. Um, is it possible to make a big giant one? Even if we have to like go to the Kinkos <laughs> and have it like uh, uh, laminated separately, I want a big giant one for tasty like bling style you know what i mean like like, like i want it to look like, like everybody else like a license plate but i want it to be huge <laughs> like a license plate for him to wear one that says tasty around his neck because tasty with his new beer on at the 2a and uh he uh-huh. was doing some things at the, at another brewery out here uh, down at uh um oh damn it why am i drawing a blank on this one What's our, our triple rock? There we go. Uh, he deserves a big ass blinged out id tag. Do you think that's possible? I'll make it happen. Yeah, that nice. is so cool. I told Tasty, I was like, I'm looking at him and I go, you know, if we're all going to have normal name tags, yours has to be bling, like Flava Flav style. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, just like the size of a regular, like a full sheet of paper, but then we'll get yeah. it laminated and everything. Tasty taste? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. That'd be awesome. Size of tasty. That's, yeah, that's my only real request. I'll have Shaq give you our information yeah. so you can pre-make our little ones, but Tasty's needs to be big because hey, he deserves it. Brutet, uh, Sully just messaged me. He wants one, too, so make one for him, please. Okay. Maybe Sully's has to be special. Can Sully's yeah. be the shape of his head? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a silhouette. 
<laughs> you know, well, you know, like a pared down version. That'd be freakish anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna send us a silhouette of you, <laughs> so, that <we> can, <laughs> so that we can make yours. <laughs> to, to... I posted a picture of his head on the forum, and he got all pissy with me. Oh, he did. Yeah, well, it seems it's a little bright in the back there. No, you didn't. You got him in the wrong light. You know, uh, superstars exactly. are like that. They want. They only want you to get their good side and in the right light. He's got a shiny red scalp. What can I say? <laughs> I think it'd be pretty cool if Tasty had a giant like Flav of Flav style bling one, and then Sully had one that was the silhouette of his head. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could do him one with the silhouette of uh, the uh, question mark Nico. Yes, we could do that too. Yeah, Nico doesn't have his own uh, picture. No one's yeah, ever I've seen, seen Nico. No, I'm yeah. not even sure that Nico exists. No, no. I, there was rumors he was at OBF, but I don't know. I never saw him. I saw some guy in a goofy watermelon hat. Yeah. Whether or not that was Nico, we don't know. No, I think he we hires a shill. <laughs> All right, cool man. Anyway. So, uh, private anyway. message, uh, Tat. Uh, uh, is it Brew Tat in the forum? Yeah. And uh, you can get your own name tag. And I think you had even offered it, you know, to people if they weren't going to go. You you were saying, yeah, you're... yeah. If they're not going to go, let me know, and uh, I'll send it to you. All right. Well, don't be careful because you could end up sending out a thousand of these things. So you know, that's, uh, that's cool. No. Well, not not a thousand. But... Yeah. So you know, be nice. If you don't really want it and you're not really going to any festivals, you know, right, then exactly. don't order one. But if you you know you got something coming up, you really want to be in name tag. Cool. Uh, otherwise, show up at a festival. Maybe we'll do it again in the future. Yeah, it'll be an ongoing thing, I think. But anyway, I wanted to tell you, uh, I know everybody in the chat and on the forum appreciates you doing the show tonight. I think it's good for all of us that you're on there, because we we were all wondering how you guys are doing, and it sounds like the uh, shoe and shoe light are coming through as best as can be expected, and that's great. I mean, that, 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 that means a lot to us to hear them on there, and it means a lot to us to hear you too. It means uh, it means a lot, it means a lot to me that you mentioned it. Thanks so much, Brutat. Yeah, it means a lot no to me that it means a lot to Schumann that it means a lot to you. I, t- I tell you, it's <laughs> a good thing. Cha- to me, JP. It, it's it's a good thing that Chad's not here because there's a lot of feelings in this show. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would be very upset. <laughs> you know, it's funny was that even at the even at the funeral uh, yesterday at the memorial, Shoelight <laughs> Shoelight gets up in front of everybody in the church yeah. and goes, "There's a, he goes." There's a lot of feelings going on in this room right now. <laughs> uh, Chad, oh, I, you know I appreciate that, and you know I'm glad you mentioned it for a couple reasons. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I hope that you do speak for people when you say that. But uh, this show, being back here, it was. Uh, let me tell you, five minutes to showtime. JP and are looking at it, JP and I are looking at each other, going, "I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if we can pull this off." But yeah. I, uh, I feel better having been on the air. I like to share it with you guys. Uh, our life is here uh, on the air with you, so. Uh, you know, it's actually been helpful to have some good laughs and, and to have Schumann sitting here doing it with us, yeah. too. So. Yeah, you were yeah. sitting here, we were talking, you were tearing up a little bit, and I was tearing up a little bit. I'm like, pussies. Do we have to do this? Can't we just go watch Beaches or some shit and get it over? <laughs> yeah. Can't we just cut each other and watch <laughs> Beaches? <laughs> you could spoon. Yeah. Oh. While watching Beaches. God, imagine yeah. that picture. That's disgusting. Me and JP spooning watching Beaches. I just Midler. throw a little bit in yeah. my mouth. <laughs> Me me oh, me blowing my nose in your curls. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh man! You have such long hair. Spooning was going in the spank bank, but the blowing nose in curls. That's too much. That's too far. Uh, all right, hey, th- ta- I I appreciate that. Thanks a lot for saying that. I mean it. I really do. And you have a good time. I will. In Belgium and Germany and every place else, and drink a beer for me. I will, brother. And we'll see you in Denver. 
Have a good we'll time. Nice. Only one? Same. You girl. We're getting a lot of suckage humans in the chat room. Good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Glopper, gleepy glopper glopper was the first one to say it earlier in the show. Gleepy gleepy uh, gloppa doodle. <laughs> gleepy gloppa 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 gloppa. Nice. But, uh, we're, yeah, we're getting it, man. All right. Um, shit, man. I really wanted to be out of here 40 minutes ago. Uh, yeah. Let's see what we got to do. Um, all right, don't forget, and this is the last time I get a chance to do this, and um, you know, another good reason for us to be on the air. I want to remind you guys, the uh, 2008 National Organic Homebrew Challenge. I told you about this a couple weeks ago when we were last on the air. Been running the spots for it. You, you might have heard uh, Seven Bridges Cooperative, which is our all-organic homebrew shop and uh, home coffee roasting shop in Santa Cruz here. Uh, of course it's in Santa Cruz. Come on, it's uh, all organic. Yes. And uh, they're doing their 2008 National Organic Homebrew Challenge. I really want you guys to enter. Uh... You only have until October 10th, and that's still a good amount of time. You could brew, you know, tomorrow. You could brew this week and still enter this competition. Uh, you're, you can go to breworganic.com and get all the information that you need. Uh, they're actually going to do the judging on October 19th. But as long as you get your entries in by October 10th, you know, sign up as the Brewing Network. Or you can sign up for your own club. That's okay, too, if you want to get them some points. You can get the entry form at breworganic.com. You know, just click on the link for the competition. It's uh, You just download it right there. Uh, there's a flyer for it if you want to print that out and uh, give it to people. There's some really great awards. They're doing the uh, Judging and Awards event uh, Sunday, October 19th from 10 to 5 um, at... Let's see, uh, the Gordon Biersch in San Jose. So Gordon Biersch, our good old friend Dan, is putting on the award ceremony there. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of good beer, and they're doing some cool things there. And there's just, you know, there's a lot of good prizes, actually. So um, you're really going to want to enter this and, and, and check it out and try to get yourself a prize. And I don't know, it's just kind of fun to do something different. Brew organic. All the ingredients you're going to be able to find for your normal beers. But uh, this time it's going to be organic. Why not? Have some fun with it. See, uh, take maybe your favorite recipe. That you always brew and uh, brew it with all organic ingredients. And I don't know, see if you notice a difference. Might be an interesting experiment. So if you could do that for us, we'd appreciate it. Breworganic.com. It's uh, Seven Bridges Cooperative, uh, and they're putting on the the 2008 National Organic Homebrew Challenge. And I'd really like you guys to enter uh, if you could do that for us. I have a special message from Schumann, or for Schumann, by the way. Okay. It's from Blooper Gleepy Glopper Glooper Glopper Glooper Glopper. Glopper Gleepy Gleepy Double. He says, uh, hey, JP, grab Schumann's ass for me if you can and tell him Blooper Glopper Glooper Gleepy Glopper 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 says hi in a Michael Jackson voice. <laughs> hi. Hi. I don't know if like, I think it's the beer, right? You're just being ignorant uh, now. <laughs> just being ignorant. <laughs> Bubbles, come here. Schumann grabbed my ass in church yesterday. It's just natural. Uh-huh. I walked by, there's a giant line of people. Of grieving people, yeah. it was a grieve line, yeah. Was a, and they're all the line know, to, for grieving Schumann. It was the line for grieving. <laughs> they're all waiting for a grieving Schumann, and Schumann's at the door hugging everybody. So they go in, and I kind of sneak by. I just had to get in there, and he grabs my ass right in front of God and everybody there in the church, yeah, right in God's house. A little good that? game, you know. God's <laughs> in that. No, a good game is a pat. Uh, like you don't. You don't cup or squeeze yeah. with a good game. I no, give you no a great cupping. game, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, a good game is a pat. A this is mine is a squeeze. Yeah, it was a whole. It was a grab and a squeeze. I'll That's see you it. later. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah, you don't say good game for that. You say see you later. Yeah. Meet you in the prayer room. Oh, <laughs> too, too soon. I got an altar you can pray at. They can kneel down. On Get on your knees and please Jesus. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, sorry. Shusafix would not want to hear that. Too soon, sorry. Too soon. Man. Well, the guy's been dead 2,000 years. You won't mind. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe you will. You don't know. You never met him. 
Maybe I have. Nor will you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's with oh. you all the time. You know, your 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 uncle last night said oh, one yeah. of the, said one of the funniest things I heard. Uh, I got drunk with your uncle last night at the reception. Got a drunk uncle, uncle. Uh, Terry. He's a good man. Yeah. And he's a funny man, and he's a strong man. While the rest of us were up there giving our speeches, and <laughs> by <laughs> the way, Justin had to give him. mine. Yeah. Justin had to give my speech because I couldn't get through it. And he's a tan man, he's a man. <laughs> and he he looks great in those little shorts he was wearing. Yeah. You cop him, did you? And he's a flexible man <laughs> and a smooth man. <laughs> and a giving man. Looks a, great for his age, man. And a taking man. <laughs> I wish I had an uncle like you when I was growing up. <laughs> Not really. He didn't look so good in a clown suit when I was six. Oh. Mainly because the whole crotch was missing. Yeah, and he was in your room at 11 at night. Yeah. Crotchy the clown. Honk, <laughs> honk. You asleep? Wow. <laughs> it was Uncle Crotchy. Yeah, some clowns wore the red nose over there, but not me. <laughs> oh, shit. I got a balloon animal for you. It's a snake. It's uh, my red, this is my red nose. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, listen. The ruby tip love dart. <laughs> He's a good dude. And while the rest of us are up there crying like sissies, I had to as, you know, speak for Schumann. It wasn't easy. A, a blubbering retard. And have to read. There. I had to read. I had to read through tears. It was all phonetic. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Schumann, could you please write it phonetically? He does anyway. Uh, so while we're up there doing that, Uncle Terry, he's a man the whole time. He stands up there and, uh, you know, really was, was just solid. No tears. Said a lot of nice things about the family and about Roger. And later on at night, though, I don't know what someone was saying. Walks by. Him and I were getting drunk in the backyard, hanging out, and an aunt or a friend or some woman, you know, walks by and says something like, ah, oh, you know, it's it's awful cold down here. It was getting cold in Bay Point. The wind started to blow, and oh, it's kind of chilly outside. And, uh, you know, if Roger were here, you know, he'd probably even put on a jacket. And, and your Uncle Terry goes, oh, I'm sure it's plenty warm where Roger is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe he said, like, we're at the, we're at the reception. What is heaven's sake. Heaven in Miami? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was good. It was good. You know, our, the lead singer, Cole, I Crash, wrote a song for my dad. Yeah. yeah. And it was great. And I got to tell you, like, he sent it to us less than 24 hours after he heard the news. So at 3 o'clock in the morning, I get this email, and it's got the song, so me and John are listening to it. And it is beautiful. Like, this beautiful song. He ended up sing, uh, singing it and playing it at the memorial. And so my brother Mike comes down the stairs, and we're just like, Mike, have you have you heard the song that, uh, that you know, Mick wrote for Dad? And then my brother Mike goes, Mick wrote a song for our dad? And we're like, yeah. He's like, well, doesn't he know he's fucking dead? <laughs> <laughs> These kids are fucked up, man. It was, it was, it was one liner after one liner, man. Oh, man. Uh, maybe we'll close the show with Mick's song. You all right with that, Shuley? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, so Mick, you know, he's the singer of Cold Art Crash, and he's a good dude. And, he, you know, I think that he has a way of capturing a moment. And I think you can hear that in the Cold Hot Crash songs where you can tell he's he's writing from his heart. And you could certainly catch it with this song. And you could tell he was inspired mostly because he wrote it like the day after your dad died or something. Yeah. I mean, he really went... Do you he have went, it? Are you going right to I'm going to play it. Oh, good. Uh, it's Because it's on his MySpace page. Yeah, you can yell MySpace, but you whisper face. Because I don't, I don't believe in MySpace. Thing. No, it's there. I barely believe yeah. in it. It's not... Let me see. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. Prove it. it. 
Uh, so let me. Yeah, I'll do. Let me. Set, I'll, I'll get it ready here. Um, I'm getting ready. In the meantime, uh, uh, if you guys want business cards, Brutwat is putting together business cards. Business uh, time with like all the shows on on the website. So they're five bucks for a hundred. He wanted me to plug it, um, and I thought it was appropriate since we were talking about Shuma's dad. So okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> he would have wanted you to buy those cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you don't. He's dead. <laughs> he doesn't never, want anything anymore. He'll never know. <laughs> Wow. All right. So, I don't know. I was going to tell you about the European trip. We're, we're just going to go. Uh, I am leaving tomorrow, so I, and I'll play a song so we can get out of here. Uh, that, that's going to get us out of here. Uh, I, I'm leaving tomorrow, and so the deal is you won't get any BN shows for two weeks, but you will get three shows out of us when we arrive in Denver. So we're going to make up for the time that we've missed. Uh, we're going to do uh, three different live shows from the sessions at the Great American Beer Festival. Plus, you're going to be able to listen to and watch the awards ceremony, which takes place uh, Saturday afternoon, early in the afternoon. And uh, we'll put on this webcam we got here, the Beaver and beer cam on at our booth the whole time so you can see uh, Schumann's big stupid face and hopefully uh, Clevo's Clevo presence <laughs> in the, uh, Grievo's Clevo <laughs> you, can, you can see Grievo's Clevo and uh, hopefully she won't be Grievo at the GABF but you never know and don't forget to go up to Schumann and tell him to suck it uh, everyone in the chat wants well blooper gleepy glooper clopper wants burning man stories I don't know if we're going to get to that uh, no we'll do that when we come back <laughs> Because we don't even remember them at this point. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of although Big Tim's here and everything, but it just I, we can't. I gotta go. We gotta do what we, we can. Well, yeah, okay. Because yeah, Big Tim's there. He can help us remember. He can get on the phone if it's important. I, I can can't sk- do this. Can you Skype in? If if we, I gotta come up here for my tooth anyway. Oh yeah, he's gotta come. I I, I, oh, I worked good. on him last week, so he's gotta come up in a couple. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll work it out. Okay, and and plus Schumann is involved in that because he was our Burning Man Virgin this year. So, yes. Uh, when he's in a in a, in a in a good enough mood to remember the TNA that he saw at the at Burning Man, then we'll you know we'll we'll do it then. Yeah. Roger would be proud. He, my dad loved TNA. <laughs> hey, did he ask you about your time at Burning Man? Was he like, hey, what the f happened there? He, yeah, I told him a bit about it. Yeah, I mean, he graduated in 1969, so he's had his fair share of fun. He knows what's happening. Yeah. 69. Yes. JV, what are you doing with your belly? You're... <laughs> it's on the air. So you know what? On the, on the... <laughs> okay. It's all on the webcam, man. I gotta look at the webcam. <laughs> like, see Earthquake! Oh, this definitely, camper. you know, Earthquake! takes away from the intimacy of radio. Or what was it that you take away? <laughs> your dad died. The mystery or what? <laughs> Got it. Apparently it takes away nothing. Yeah. It's only <laughs> adding to it so far. I'm grieving, the human. The mystique. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's uh, justin.tv slash brewing network. But I will put that link on our homepage. You just click on the on tap tab there and uh, you'll be able to see, uh, you'll be able to click through and, and get to the video and you'll if you see really what, want to you'll see what time we're doing the shows gbf and all that stuff so um i want to thank you guys for sticking with us today and, and putting up with this show I, it helped me to, to get on the air and talk to you guys and just do our thing get some like semblance of normal back into our life because it's not been very normal around here so uh, really bottom of my heart thank you for letting us do that and tuning in and hanging out with us speaking of not normal is on the phone is he hammered um no He's like, did Justin just tell me to call in? I don't know. No. Are you hearing the same shit I am? <laughs> Gloobity, globity, gloobity, gloobity, gloppity, gloop. What's happening? Uh, just a second here. I gotta turn off my. I want to thank you guys for. Uh, hello. Hey man. Hey, whoever you're listening to sounds real good. 
sexy. Huh? Sounds like a mile. That's a mile. That's a mile. What's going on? I'm a man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are, Blobber. We will not take that away from you. Uh, yeah. Okay. What's happening, man? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, uh, what, what, uh, um, uh, Burning Man? Yeah. Yeah? I don't. What, what, why not? I, I just, uh, I don't have time. We go off uh, for an hour on that. Oh, oh what, what time is your plane leaving or what? <laughs> I leave, I gotta leave my house at 6 a.m. and I haven't done anything. I have to edit some Jameel shows and some Bruce Strong stuff and I got so uh, much I, to do because I'm gone for three weeks. So I'm literally, I'm doing three weeks worth of work tonight. Which, you know, is and it, I, I kind of gotta get back yeah. home. I've been home in two days. So. <laughs> what's, what's your plane trip like? 15 hours? Uh, you know, there it's not too... It's like 12 hours, so I'm going to get some sleep, but it doesn't mean I have enough time between now and 6 a.m. to get the amount uh, of things uh, I have to get done. That's all. Uh, at least one. Just one, man. <laughs> one Burning Man story. Okay, one, okay. I got, that's fair. Yeah, I got one that I heard. One. I got one that the I heard. The worst one, you know. One, one that Schumann would appreciate. And by the way, Schumann. Schumann? Yep. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He's here. Okay. Okay, what'd you say? Oh, man. Yeah. You told me to suck it. (laughs) What JP here? I heard a, I heard a Burning Man story at the the last night. Um, they they lit the man on fire and they burned it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We all know that. No, how about, how about the um, the toilet got stopped? Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. That, that's a good one. That's our good one. All right, we'll give you one B menster. I'm gonna hang up though, Blobber. But but that we'll give you that one. All right, well, no problem. Thanks, well, thanks, brother. We don't usually uh, use no we don't usually use the toilet much in in the RV because it fills up, and we kind of keep it so uh, chicks that are partying in there with us can actually don't have to go walk down to the porta potties and stuff. So it's kind of an important gig. Yeah, plus we have a camera in there so we can watch them. Pee. Yeah, so <laughs> Chuck no. Berry style. So um, we actually we have a a, a a extra tank that we can drain the black water and the white and the gray water into so we do that and i don't know a couple hours later we had a big sandstorm going it was now we had a people just we had probably 15 people in the rv just partying their asses off yeah uh, because doc likes to invite all the neighbors and the neighbors neighbors and the neighbors cousins parents hey, all to the rv to hang with us which is cool it's the spirit of burning man I, it's i like the storm party yeah i'm just pointing out that that's doc's thing he goes around he invites everybody so we're we all are hanging out we're all hanging out and there the ch- chicks are making us uh, quesadillas and we're drinking ex- the really good beer that we saved mm-hmm. and we're having a good time and then uh, this toilet gets stopped up mm-hmm. so i spent some time I, I never thought i'd see justin he's trying to snake the toilet out he's yeah. we, everything he's got well, coat hangers he's got everything let, let him tell this let, let justin tell he tells it better because he had the first part of it oh i never thought i'd see him like even touching the toilet but. well because and you're right doc but Here's the thing. I am a germaphobe, and I, I do have some things that I can't deal with. But I also, I've got a really good sense of mind over matter, and when shit's got to get done, sometimes you just have to suck it up and do it, so Literally. to speak. So I go into the bathroom, because it is a vicious sandstorm. I have to pay. We've been drinking these nice beers. And it's full to the top. Yeah, because your balls are hanging in the water. It's, no, well, I was there. I had to pee. <laughs> That's how you know the shitter's full. <laughs> 
it's full at like it's you know we just emptied it so we know it's not full right but the bowl itself is to the t- like it's an emergency yeah and in fact I'm I, I'm almost even a little annoyed that that nobody has said anything to now because it, obviously this didn't happen with one person like it was anyway so I get there and I gotta pee and I can't pee so I I, I so Doc you know. Let me just say that uh, I, I go take a peek out into the RV, and I and I realize that Doc is going to be completely useless to me at this moment. <laughs> and Big Tim's not there, and the other people that were with, uh, well, everyone's just having a really good time, and I'm a, I'm the only one that's going to be able to deal with this situation. And I figure it's not going to be that big a deal, so I start grabbing some things to have to shove down the. He- Toilet. He was using my uh, sledgehammer handle. Not yet. Not yet. That was all. At this point, it was all hangers and uh, what. Well, what happened is I I I try to flush it a couple times. I I try to see what's happening, and I go, okay, I don't have anything here. Nobody in this RV is worth a shit at this moment. So I head over to Big Tim's RV and I say, Big Tim, I got a problem. I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, Big Tim, by the way, is a lot like me. He'd prefer to be left the fuck alone when it gets dirty and when everyone's around. So he's in his RV being left the fuck alone until I show up and I say, I could really, you know, do you have a hanger? We don't have anything over there. Yeah, I got a hanger. What's what's happening? I think I, t- I got a girl pregnant. I tell him what's <laughs> happening. He says, Well, you know, okay, I do have a hanger. It's probably not going to work, but give it a go. I go over there. I, I'm fucking. I'm wrist deep in urine and toilet paper. Uh, it's uh, thank God that I, I at least can't see the fecal matter that's probably in this water. Um, and I'm just, you know, we had gloves and he wasn't wearing them. Well, I didn't know we had gloves because you were all. You didn't know halfway through the, the week. You didn't know I had toilet seat covers either. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thanks for cluing me in on all these things ahead of time. <laughs> so to try to speed the story up a little bit, this goes on for a little while. I go back to Big Tim. I go, Tim, this, no ain't, go. this ain't happening. Um, you know, well, did you try to drain it again? Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I, I connected the hose. I tried to drain it again. It ain't happening. Okay, well, let's go try a few things. So we try a few things. You know, this is when I get out the, the, the we think we need something more solid than a coat hanger. So this is where we pull out the hammer, the sledgehammer. So we could use the handle, and basically what happens is we were using the wrong kind of toilet paper. You have to use RV toilet paper because it dissolves, and someone we were throwing in just regular double-ply, cushy-ass paper, and it got blocked up, and we've basically done... But at this time, by the way, Doc is now kind of in the mix, and he's helping, and he's going. No, I've been through this before. Ain't nothing. I've, I've, I've been there before with this whole thing. We we even took a, a long cable lock. Yeah, you know, the bicycle. Like we were shoving the cable down there. <laughs> yeah, we're doing everything we can, and we realize, you know, we we've done everything, and and Doc and I are in the bathroom at this point, you know, shoving all sorts of things down that toilet, and we go. We look at each other. and We go. We're fucked. We are, we're fucked. That's you know, this is fucked. And, and Big Tim standing in the in the hallway there. He looks and he goes. Well, you know, I do have one more idea. <laughs> and we go, what? Oh, no. No way. We've done everything. Where, where you no, I got, you know, I think that we could maybe... I have a fire extinguisher with a nozzle that's large oh, enough to cover the hole in the toilet. Yeah. The, the big CO2 one with so, a big, big wide nozzle. Oh, I think we, I think we could do it with pressure... But it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> someone's got to do it. And yeah. We all look at each other. Yeah, he goes. So, but so someone's going to have to do it, and we're all looking around. And Doc, being the man that he is, and he's shaking his head at the same time. 
All right, I'm going to do it. I'll do it. You go get the fire extinguisher. He's like, he's charging himself up for this. He's like getting himself ready. I'm going to do it. What did, did you have one of those like lead line vests that you use when you uh, take x rays and shit? No, I was, <laughs> I was like gloves I was, and shirtless. He was, oh, he, didn't even, he, didn't have a, he had gloves on, I, but I, he didn't even have a shirt. I, I had gloves. I put on my goggles so it wouldn't splash <laughs> in my eyes. Yeah, he did. I would have already been in the shower doing it. Oh, that, by the way, just briefly. So I go out. I go, hey, Doc's. I go out to the RV. Hey, Doc's going to need some goggles. Anybody got some goggles they're not using? And, and Schumann gives me a pair. He's like, yeah, here, you can use these. So Doc goggles up. No shirt. He's got the gloves on. Schumann had a pair? Nice. He goes in there. We close the door. Oh, yeah. We're not letting this get all over. Oh, by the way, the guy who uh, rented the RV and paid for everything, he was curl- like just laid on the couch, just, just like jacked up. And he looks, he watched Doc, <laughs> watches Doc with goggles and a fire extinguisher. And, and gloves on. And he's just like, is Doc taking a fire extinguisher to my toilet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you got to realize, I'm telling you, there was nothing else to do. And it, this is how sick... Big Tim is that it's sick and also kind of the mad genius that he's that he had that he comes up with this. I think if we used pressure and I happen to have a fire extinguisher (laughs) with a large nozzle, so yeah, so Doc goes in there, we close the door, (laughs) Doc, let us know how this goes. Well. Two blasts later, and a whole bunch of urine splashing all over this poor little man. I had toilet paper like like stuck in my chest hair. Oh, oh, he did too. God, that fucking toilet was clear. <laughs> it went right. Success. Down, yeah, this pipes, toilet is pipes clear. Are clean. Doc comes out with the goggles on, oh. as he says, toilet paper literally stuck to his chest hair. In a smile on his face. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> it was disgusting. Tell um, me you were naked when you did it. Later that night, Shu goes, Hey, do you have those goggles that I let you borrow earlier? <laughs> and I'm like, Dude, you don't want those back. <laughs> hey, I, I took a shower. Um, I looked outside. It looked like nuclear winter, so I couldn't take an outside shower. So I had to take all the, the beer uh, coolers out of the shower, uh, take a shower in there. I took a shower in there and... I didn't feel like putting on clothes on at that point, so <laughs> I was running around naked and eating uh, quesadillas. Yeah, I felt good. All in all, it was a, it was a good day. It's very European of you. <laughs> so afterward, you know, I I'm allowed to I, I could do a little mind over matter enough to to do, to do my part. I did everything I could before having to hand it over to Lothamers. But then you have to come out of that frame of mind too. And so, literally, about a half an hour later, I'm sitting in a chair, and I just start to fucking freak out about all the germs that are probably crawling all over me, and I'm just trying to keep it together, because I, I was able to block it out enough to try, and then I'm sitting there. I've already washed, like, eight times. Uh, you, you were red. Your skin was so raw. <laughs> Freaking out, I was, sitting in that chair, just going, oh, stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about it. That's probably one of our best B-Man stories. It's one of those things where you're pissed while it's happening, and afterward you just go, that was an experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go, Glooby Globby Glooby Blobby Glooby Looby Dop. Blooby Glooby Globby Glooby Glob just told Meister puppets to suck it. And I'm like, yeah, it's a minor, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a minor, and uh, right, for the next couple weeks, at least, uh, we're going to re- reserve suck it for Schumann. It's uh, it's a Schumann's yeah. grieving. He's the only one who can suck it. <laughs> so. Hey, Schumann, what are you doing after the show, man? <laughs>
I'm going to suck it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Stay tuned to thebrewingnetwork.com for all the information you need about the GABF and uh, other shows. We still have the Jamil Show and the Brew Strong coming up, I hope. I'm having some audio trouble over here. I'm hoping to get those shows up before I leave in the morning. And that's the deal. Thanks for letting us do this show for you today and hanging out. Dan, yeah, uh, seriously. There were people in the chat earlier saying, you know, hey, thanks for doing the show. It was, you know, it was really cool and, you know, a bunch of crap I forgot. A bunch of feelings <laughs> I didn't pay attention to. <laughs> feelings. Nah, it's very cool. And Shu, thanks for uh, getting on here on the air with us too, man. Yeah, absolutely. Little normality is good in times like these. So uh, maybe put on a large t-shirt next time. So you're. No, it's not happening. (laughs) All right. Uh, This song was written by Mick Lenardi, and he's the singer of Cold Hot Crash, and he, you know, he he writes the lyrics to all their songs. And uh, he wrote this in memory of Roger. He played it at the memorial service for us yesterday too, and he did a great job. And uh, it's a great song. So thanks again, everybody, for hanging out, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Uh, This song is called "Much Too Soon" by Mick Lenardi. Thanks, everybody. Someone told me once before People come and then they go Some will teach you kind and slow How to live and help you grow You did the best that you could And it shows You loved her as the only one Made a house and gave us sons Raised them well and broke the chain Like you said you would someday That's more than many have done for sure You were a good man Father and husband And a dear friend to all that Moment came much too soon. Four AM you had to leave this life for reasons we can't see. Some things are just meant to be gently sworn to secrecy, only to understand when we get there Until that day we'll raise a glass Sing some songs and have a laugh Smile upon the times we share Feel you in the winter's breath I'm pretty sure that's what you would suggest You were a good man Father and husband And dear friend to all that you knew This moment came much too soon